This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to receive a free Star Wars item worth $20. Everybody and welcome to episode 247 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you live from the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio. <laughs> By live, I mean recorded earlier this week. Who just <laughs> chuckled at my joke? Uh, desperately searching for a Jar Jar Binks gift, Chris Antista. Ah. It's really happening. I have a sucker to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> and for the second week in a row... Uh, Matthew, not the match you're looking for. Alan. Ah, Nice. And other special guest. Hey, it's future Sketchfest celebrity Bob Mackey. <laughs> and when I finally become famous, I will punish my enemies. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to meet Dana Gould, and he's going to be like, oh, I should hire you to write this. I don't want to do your show. I think it's more likely I'm going to meet him, and then I'll feel really bad about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like, this guy's way more talented. That's how it always works. I shouldn't have blown my nose into his lapel. Yeah, if you're in the, in the area, they have added a second Talking Simpson something show. Mm-hmm. No money, so no pressure. No, it costs money. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> this one costs money. This one costs there money. There are real performers there. I'll tell you all at the mm-hmm. end of the show that mm-hmm. we have two shows mm-hmm. for Talking Simpsons at Sketchfest this year. We're really happy about that's it. That's yeah. insane. That's well, but insane. that's who they're they're actually paying money for the other performers, and you're just you've been added to the bill. Yeah, we're sort of the you're, caboose. You're you you're will. not demanding money from on this, this. comedy. No, the train. way they made the, the way it sort of sounds is that like we're like that light piano that plays in a mall somewhere. Like, <laughs> right, right, people right. are there to drink and be at the cow. Tonight, like, Cal Arts. You'll just you'll Cal just be Arts? in the no, not Cal Arts, Cal- the, the nightlife the, is what it's the, the name California of the Academy of Science. Yes, yes. thank you. Yes. So. You'll be at the atrium across from the albino alligator, mm-hmm. and uh, people can just sort of drift in and out. Hey, good to, to see you. you talking. You yeah, can yeah, feed nice. us pellets for a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Mm. It'll just be another exhibit. Oh, that's... You can scream boogers and come at Henry for a nickel. It's mm-hmm. great. No it's heckling. Great. I'm very sensitive. But you gotta you gotta produce the nickel up front. Mm-hmm. In today's economy, you have to be sure. Notice he said scream, not fling boogers and come at Henry. No, no, no. Please no. don't do that. I have it's still a museum. This, I've said this on Talking Simpsons, but no snipers. That is a firm rule. No one right. assassinate right. us on stage. It would be very easy to do. And frankly, I won't be responsible. I didn't agree to this. That sounds. <laughs> Wait till they leave. That sounds like the best possible solution. We've got a fun show ahead, inspired by this week's awesome games done quick having begun. Yeah, I thought it would be fun with uh, these actual professionals speed running their way through amazing games for charity. Why don't we present you with a top five? About games that you can speed run through Whoa. with zero special skills or preparation for not charity. <laughs> That's the best I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, it sounds like my resume. Uh, no special skills uh, for not yeah, charity. No special skills required. These are Shits, games, but no giggles, where you can start playing and get to an ending within 15 minutes. It might not be the canon ending, but it is an ending. Mm. 
And we'll get into that right after this. Do you like awesome, dorky-ass surprises showing up at your door every month? I know it makes me feel better. Then you might need to give Geek Fuel a shot. And you lucky listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and get a free $20 Star Wars item just for your troubles. You know what Geek Fuel is by this point, don't you? It's a mystery box that comes to your door every month featuring six to eight items and an exclusive shirt. Previous Geek Fuel boxes have included stuff like Zelda, Marvel, Nintendo, Pop Figures, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Rick and Morty, and I have it on good authority. This month will feature something from Deadpool or Star Wars, maybe even Rogue One, a movie I really, really like. But there's so much other stuff in a Geek Fuel box. Pint glasses, t-shirts, posters, pins, cards, figures. Each box is guaranteed to contain a $50 value, starting for as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. And once again, you can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 for free. And we're back to talk about what? Games you can finish in 15 minutes? Yes. I invented one of those. Uh, Did you? Yeah, early, earlier last year. It's called uh, None of This is New on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. It's, it's Everything's crazy. always new on Pornhub. There's a, there's a lot of pathetic layers to that, that joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're giggling, we're one. Hello. Patreon. <laughs> I think you watch Camille Nanjiani's Is that also movie. on Pornhub? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you becoming one with the listener? I oh, yeah. Make a Upload some of our episodes yeah, there. Yeah, I want to yeah. get a presence there mm-hmm. in case it all goes real bad. Put me in the incest section. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know what Pornhub.com slash laser. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, let's just jump right in with... Number five. Have you ever had a dream you were so sure was real? Well, have you? No. What? What is this? I recognized a matrixy sound in there. You might be onto something. In a hurry to meet someone, Mister Anderson. What do you want? What? A moment of your time. I'm not going anywhere with you. Lawrence Fishburne's Agent Smith impression is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? That was Hugo Weaving's understudy, I think. Yeah, Yeah. this is uh, the Matrix Path of Neo. Mm. I thought Ah, they got the the actors to do the voices. Maybe they did. I don't know. I I thought, like, the game stars Jada... Pinkett Smith or something. No, you're thinking of Enter the Matrix, which was much earlier. Yeah. You're thinking of Enter the Neo, also a porn joke. Yeah, this Enter the Matrix was kind of the reason that a lot of people didn't play uh, Path of Neo, because Path of Neo was, I think, maybe the game that people had wanted when the Matrix movies were coming out, and instead Mm. they went for this, like, long-shot, high-concept gamble where we're going to make a game that happens Mm. in the spaces between the two movies, and it's going to star these two two characters that nobody knows, uh, and is... Yeah, it's like, you can do the things that Neo does, sort of, but you're not Neo, and Mm. so, like... Yeah, it's it's it was an interesting idea because he's carrying you. That's sorry, that's, that was a good reference to the past. Is this the game that retconned yeah. the ending of the movies? And because they were like, well, basically that ending would be super boring. You're going to fight a giant robot version of all a bunch of Mr. That, that could be. I never played it. Um, okay, it's the second game, but it's not the MMO. No, not okay. the, no, 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 not no, the no. Matrix Online. Which... No, the the MMO was uh, yeah conceived of as like this is where the movies would canonically would go, go next. Yeah, I guess what this, we kill everybody. I think this is the one where the Wachowskis were in the game and they literally stop before the final boss battle and say, okay, now 
the movie's ended this way, and this would be really boring to play. And so instead, you're going to j- fight a giant robot. And so it was like mm. their personal commentary. Really? But they completely changed the ending because like this does not make good video game material. Yeah, which mm. was what? Just like a sacrifice, a walk yeah. in the ether, and a conversation on a park bench? <laughs> <laughs> movie's yeah. great. Oh, boy. I go blind. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> now you could do that with like a Telltale-style sequence. It'd be fantastic. Dude, that's not actually a really good fit for The yeah. Matrix. But uh, The Matrix did have an alternate ending because you are tasked with making a decision at the very end and you can actually make the decision you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes press wide open the dlc store <laughs> The choice is yours, Neo. Perhaps I was wrong about you, Neo. I'm sorry you won't be joining us. <laughs> that, wow. So is that he took the Nyquil, not the Dayquil? Does that so mean he took the Lee Carvello answer? You've selected no. <laughs> Does that make Neo woke or not? I'm, I'm literally. Well, it literally makes him woke because then you go, you see a whole sequence of like digitization, and it becomes Neo's alarm clock, and then it's like flashing nine fifteen, and he wakes up. And he's at the, the same computer prompt that he <laughs> fell asleep on. And the game becomes Job Simulator at that point, basically. No, it just, it just ends. Okay. So it ends like Sphere? I guess. Or, or Event Horizon. Which one am I thinking of? Where they just choose to forget everything that's happened. Mm. And it works. I forgot all about that movie. I, I can't even know, remember. Most of us have. Somebody yelled but, at me. Somebody wait. yelled at me when I went back home. You shouldn't talk shit about Sphere, man. I'm like... <laughs> That's fine. I I did not expect but, that of everything so, I've said right, on but microphone. But yes, you, you can say, I resist MRA, diarrhea medicine, indoctrination, <laughs> exactly. and oh! I'm taking the blue pill. So you can complete the game in 15 minutes this way, just by refusing to play it. Yeah, basically. So, basically, I finished every game. like 30 game. seconds. <laughs> Except, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the key is, like you can't just die. Mm-hmm. You can't just get like a game over. Like It has to be like, oh yeah, this is, this is an ending. This works. It's mm-hmm. a whole cutscene. Even if it's like non-standard game over... They're probably yeah. If the, the movie series went longer, they were probably showing you. You know, you were the one, but there's been a lot of ones who just said no flat out. I don't like your dental plan. I'm yeah. not taking. <laughs> I'm not red pilling. This could have been an achievement, but we're in the pre-achievement. Not, not enough era. sweaty underground raves. I'll be mm. honest with you. Like uh, Zion's real disappointment. A complete lack of machines. <laughs> I love you, Morpheus. Yeah, you know, I I got to really like the pink goo. I think I want that back. Can mm. we? <laughs> <laughs> Can we import some of it, maybe? A little salt. It's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's Matrix Path of Neo. Let's move on to... Number four. Vigilante 8. Uh, no? No. That's a good guess. I should also say that none of these are multiplayer games. None of them are team sport games like anything that, was an that easy you joke. could considerably... Yeah, yeah, that was easy. I can, I can complete a game of PUBG in 15 minutes. <laughs> there you go. I'm lucky if I can get that far. Yeah, um, by dying. By dying. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't... But this, this is a game that is literally designed to be played in 15 minutes or less. Really? Yes. Bob, uh, Bob just had a, a pang of recognition there. Actually, I saw I saw the list of these. I forgot them all promptly before this, but <laughs> it's... Um, You're good at this. 30 Flights of Lovin'? Yes! yes. Huh? What? So, Thirty Flights of Loving is a like a micro game, basically. It's a it, fake game for fake gamers. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a 
This, I loved it, by the like, way. Yeah, it's, it is really cool. It's by the same people who went on to make Quadrilateral Cowboy. Uh, so it stars a, a bunch of, of like, <laughs> block people in uh, strange situations. And it kind of alternately veers between, like, quasi-surreal uh, looks at domesticity with this couple's life. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Listening to the speech at a wedding. Yes, ma'am. Uh, to just like these insane action sequences that come out of nowhere. Like, here you're wheeling a character around and he's shooting at bombs dropped on parachutes by uh, increasing wow. uh, flocks of birds that are just flying overhead. For you two dorks out there, yes, I recognize that sounded like Jerry Goldsmith's Planet of the Apes score. It really <laughs> did. Complete with the crows. But th- this is a game that, like, yeah, you, you start out, you're just, like, walking into this, like, underground spy lair, and you meet your friends who are, like, these operatives. You walk up and click on them, and you just get, like, a little flash, like... I guess I'm having a tough time picturing. Is this first person? Is this... It's first person. First person, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, you, yeah. you you go up and meet Anita, and like you meet the other guy that you're you're teamed up with, and then you all go down to a plane, and it takes off, and suddenly the music kicks in, and you're just like staring at Anita, and she's covered in blood, and like just pointing a gun at you and clicking repeatedly, and you go and uh, into the other part of the room, and your your other friend is just like slumped over, so you pick him up, open the door, and walk out into a busy airport, and you're carting him around and then you you actually find a luggage cart and stick him on it and wheel him around but then like the perspective shifts like for instance suddenly you're at the wedding and you're helping carry a cake upstairs or uh suddenly you're just driving down the freeway and looking at your friend over there and you're riding on the back of anita's motorcycle and she turns around to kiss you and then you see a truck on coming is it the same every time Yes, it is. It is, but it's meant to be played in fifteen minutes. Yes, very short game. Yeah, really, but it's probably extremely like short. Two dollars on Steam. Yeah. Okay. So you know, in case you thought you're like, well, I could just buy this and return it. Like, well, yes, but no. Mm. It's it's very artsy in that sense. No, I'm um, being in LA talking to people yeah, about yeah. who are like, their job was to design movie experiences for Steam and VR. Like, mm. and like, wow, I'm I'm excited again. I want. <laughs> I want to go write some of this stuff. How, how can I help? But and I never heard from them again. Yeah, but that's kind of how it feels. It like it. It feels like almost if you were playing a movie trailer. Like mm. it's just cramming together a lot of disparate scenes mm-hmm. from what could be a longer coherent story into the space of ten to fifteen minutes. Mm. It's not. It's sort of non chronological order, right? Right. It's just jumping so, around the timeline. Yeah. And like I think the point of the game is for you to figure out the timeline of events, which is why you should probably play it more than once. Okay, because I was, I was, it's jumping between different cuts uh, of scenes throughout a timeline. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I just assumed. I, I'm sure it's possible for you to have a game that's you can complete in 15 minutes and not revisit. But I couldn't figure out why you would revisit all this if you knew what was happening. Whoa, where did that come from? Your chest. I'm very sorry. Uh, but <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of like huh. uh, the game Her Story in that it plays completely mm. differently. But um, the point is, the the success you do is done outside the game. Like whatever you get from the game is is your is your reward. I was actually going to nominate her story for this list because you can. Yeah, it's like one of those games where it's done when you feel like it's done. Yeah. Because her story is literally you just Google search and find videos and try to figure out. It's a murder mystery, I believe. So you, you just try to figure out the mystery, and if you feel like okay, I've 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 done it. There is a thing that happens, but. This game is giving strong jazz punk vibes to me. It really yeah, is. it yeah. has, it, especially the music. Like it, it reminded me a lot of jazz punk when I was replaying it. And it's by Brendan Chung. Actually, if you give me a second, I'll look up if he was involved in jazz punk. 
So, uh, not apparently directly involved in Giant's Pump, but was thanked in its credits. And okay. the games okay. do have these Close! very similar styles. They I run like in the same Pump. circles. It looks yeah. like they, they maybe have the same weed dealer, given, given yeah. these yeah. games. Yeah. I would well, they, say shroom dealer. The government <laughs> of California. They both have like a surrealist 60s spy aesthetic, the main mm. difference being that, like, well, Brendan Chung's people look like uh, rectangles with faces. And uh, jazz punk, the people look like uh, people. signs on a restroom door. Anyway, I can sense I'm losing you, so let's move on to... Number three! Sam, where are you? Really? I need to talk to you. Please be there. I think I know what this is because of the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to say mm. what do you think it is? Gernherm? It is Gernherm! Gernherm. Uh, also, also a fake game. So much has changed. <laughs> even just games. since you've been away. We moved into this house. I'm at a new school. And my big sister being gone for a year doesn't make it any easier. It's not really a game. All you do is explore and interact with things and achieve a goal well, at the end. To its credit, it's so much a fucking game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I, I still think you should play it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't mean to spoil Absolutely. it. But just naturally through like making ambient noises, you don't bother to check things that are right in front of you, and you can complete this in like two minutes. Yeah, but uh, people have completed it in less. Yeah, yeah. but the, yeah, if once you complete it, then you know a secret mm-hmm. that is there right in front of you mm-hmm. when you start the game. Yeah, almost, and you can just go straight there and. Uh, Find a key that uh, lets you run straight to the end. And if you want to avoid spoilers, don't listen to this next sound for about the next 30 seconds. The sunset light in this house is the saddest thing I've ever seen. I just want to sleep. When I'm in the attic, it almost feels like Lonnie could still be here. She's just downstairs. I'm just waiting to hear her pull down the hatch and come running up. Maybe I'll go up to the attic. And wait. Oh no, run up there! Find your sister's corpse! Yeah. <laughs> it's still raining. <laughs> oh, how much of this do we leave? Alright, uh, uh, then play Street Fighter. I actually think the fact that you can Katie, run through this... Oh. I'm so sorry. That I can't be there to see you in person. Q ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wow. I actually think the fact that you can beat this thing in two minutes kind of speaks to its brilliance and the fact that this is a game that, you know, through the environmental storytelling and and kind of as you're discovering things, um, you you take a lot of time. And and that's the trick of the game, right, is it actually it takes you several hours because you are pouring through like the family's belongings and you're trying to learn the background story and, and figure out what happened. And there's. There's a brilliant kind of swerve in the game where, you know, anyone that's played it, at first you think it's a ghost story you or do. something. Mm-hmm. You oh, don't yeah. know if the it house is haunted It sets itself up like a horror. Yeah. Someone's showing up alone to a house with a locked door right. uh, in the rain with TV static. And I just immediately bend you to the left. Right. And if it didn't, right. who knows right. what you'd fuck around with. But that's what's genius about it is the fact that it manages to do that without any restraint. Like, mm-hmm. I think... 
there is a thing that you have to do one thing before something can open, giving yeah, you access. Yeah, the, the way that the house is structured is that you kind of you need to go through it in a certain direction because a lot of the doors are locked from one side. Right. So you right. can't you can't work through backwards and find out like, oh, that's what happened to everybody. <laughs> right. In a way, it's the Dark Souls of games because the doors are only locked from one side. No. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the fact that it does that and but. It's not holding you back, but it still takes you your first time around, or at least it took me several hours, because I wanted to, you know, read these these environmental, you know, things you find. And, and not every game does that. Like, a lot of games have gotten to the point where it's just going to read it to you as you keep walking through the mm-hmm. game because you don't want to sit there. Whereas in this uh, game... the caulking gun. In this game, <laughs> I remember... I value my time. Right, put, me yeah, in, yeah. put me inside. I, I, I picked before. up things, and I looked at, like, her video game collection. And, I, you know, that kind of thing. It, it took a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's really kind of the trick of this game, but also it's brilliant. Yeah, and uh, and gorgeous. And, and I, I, if you haven't played this by now, I feel bad for you because no one told me this much about the game other than like just play it, or yeah, more likely the time here's a key. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. I you remember, have no uh, excuse. It's been um, given out free, like pretty much. Everywhere. Yeah, but like not knowing any of that, not knowing where it was going, or like not now that like it's like symbolic of something ugly. I probably like, and if you haven't played it now, you're probably a bad person. <laughs> it's true. It could be true. Uh, there's a fifty percent chance of that, but it's it's now symbolic of something else and something weird, and it's been talked about in a way that like I don't think it was really fair. It it, it turned the narrative like this. It's a really new, interesting way to uh, experience storytelling, mm-hmm. and you've heard me. This will mark ten years of podcasting for me. Wow. Game stories suck, and almost always have, <laughs> and it's, are only now getting better. And I know you disagree with me. But that's okay. People are wrong all the time. <laughs> Look at our president and who voted for him. It happens. You're saying you voted for Trump? I did. Nice. Twice. Mm. I'm the guy he keeps talking about. <laughs> You're the voter fraud. Never to- they never found me. Idiots. <laughs> well, I think what you're talking about is games like this and games like Near Automata this mm-hmm. year picked up on mm-hmm. when you tell stories through games, mm-hmm. use the medium. Right? Yes. Like that games are unique in that they are interactive. And this thing told stories through environmental storytelling where mm-hmm. you had to interact with an environment versus sit here during a cutscene, which we may or may not show you a fucking QTE where you have to have your finger hovering over a button and, and absorb our story that we paid some writer too much to write. Where this game's like, no, no, you, we will still pay those writers. They're going to be writing things, probably more stuff than they would have written for cutscenes, but it's up to you to discover it yeah, and find and you it can, out. You can learn yeah. less of the story if you want, if you're impatient. Yeah, the story is hidden in a box in the library. You have to go find it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> and, but, but and then I, there's certain things that are completely incidental. Like I remember... Uh, when you find that secret passage under mm-hmm. the house and like you open the door and like there's like a little folded newspaper cross down there and I was like uh, I feel like yeah. I need to pick this up and carry it with me in case something jumps okay. out mm-hmm. yeah I mean they, they hold that swerve till fairly late in the game and there's a whole mm-hmm. B subplot that has to do with like an old uncle or something that you inherited mm-hmm. the house from and you're looking into and you're like there could be some weird yeah. occult stuff going We're on here. Summon his ghost, yeah. but it, and it's there. It, it is. It's very much like kind of the mm-hmm. Scooby Doo. Like it is a B plot thing, but then. Oh it, man, this family totally <laughs> fell apart. Man, <laughs> this novel is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Shaggy, let's get out of here. Man, she's being infidel. Oh, Scoops. Oh, he's obsessed with the JFK assassination because that was the year he was molested. <laughs> let's find Casey Kasem's body, like he's Oixio. <laughs> Everyone's way better. <laughs> I don't miss Casey. Casey Kasem at all. Try. I don't miss him at all. This is great. I'm going to be Shaggy's all the time. He's a good man. He made Shaggy be vegetarian. That's true. Yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Shaggy wasn't vegetarian. He yes, he was. Wait. Yeah, yeah yep. he was totally retconned to be vegetarian. I thought he'd just like, uh, be completely Casey undiscerning Kasem about... stipulated it very late in his life. What, whatever food <laughs> entered his face. That was face. all right. 
right. If you say so, man. Don't ever dance the night away. Don't ever fucking talk to me coming out of a out of a goddamn slow number. You're turning into Nixon for a second. Dead fucking dog. I just saw the post. Which is amazing. Checkers alive, damn it. Uh, never let the Washington Post in the White House again. <laughs> People are going to remember me fondly, right? Nixon is great, yeah. I got to say. He's, he's looking I, I pretty miss him good. Now. Ah, such a fun I impression. miss him now. And uh, the Post, quick review. Uh, I wish I was rich enough to afford that elegant a fuck you to Donald Trump. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. That's all that movie is. Like, why? I'm, I'm waiting for the fake news awards on Wednesday. I, ooh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I hope we're named somewhere. Because mm-hmm. this, this is totally fake. Anyway, let's move on to... Number two. Choice. It's the best part of being a real person. But if used incorrectly, it can also be the most dangerous. For example... In this scenario, a hypothetical real person named Stephen has a choice. He could spend years helping improve the quality of life for citizens of impoverished third world nations. Or he could systematically set fire to every orphan living in a 30 kilometer radius of his house. Which choice would you make? Which choice indeed? Mm. Any guesses on what this is? Sounds really familiar, but is, is that it just a Fallout game? Uh, no. Sounds Fallout easy. Is this one of the ones I sent you? Is, it is. Is this mm. the Stanley Parable? The Stanley oh, Parable. Yeah, that's right. That's not the narrative for Stanley Parable. When Stanley came that's to a him. set of two open doors, he entered the door on his left. I have a feeling that is the narrator just trying to do an American voice accent. Okay, maybe. Yeah, could be. But, and I think the music confused me because I think that's like the music in Use Your Words as mm-hmm. well. Te- technically, Stanley Parable, it, it depends Does on it ever end? how you define an ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you define it as like, yes, I got through this and I saw an ending and I was put back to square one, mm-hmm. then yes, you can absolutely discover an ending in Very under quickly. 15 minutes. But there are shit tons of endings yeah. and uh, it invites you to replay it over and over and over again and, and kind of encourages you to break the story only to let you know in no uncertain terms you cannot break the story we've thought of absolutely everything after they kept you enslaved all these years you go and you try to take control of the machine for yourself is that what you wanted control uh but i i do like that as you uh try to push away the narrator's story and try to do things that will foil it he gets like really sad and passive aggressive (laughs) my god is this really how much you dislike my game but you'll throw yourself from this platform over and over to be rid of it? You are literally willing to kill yourself to keep me from being happy. Am I reading the situation correctly? Or maybe you're just getting a kick out of it. I don't know anymore. I just wanted us to get along. Wow. <laughs> I think this game is a wonderful adventure for aspiring QA people. Because mm-hmm. it invites yeah. you to yeah. break it open and yeah. like... Surely, if I do this again, he's going to say the same. Oh, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't do that again. Yeah, it's a narrative. Why trying, would you do that again? Trying to coax you through areas of the game. Yeah. Stanley took the door on the left. Mm-hmm. I said left. Stanley, all right. Mm-hmm. He exhibited some free will and continued to walk uh-huh. down the door to the right. <laughs> and like, it just gets more insane and starts you over. I don't know. Like, I mm-hmm. I don't feel like I beat this. But I love the I, multiplayer. Have, have they data mined it and found all of the endings? Because I feel Someone like had there to, might right? be some. It's one of those games where, like, every time you go back and check a wiki or a fact or something, there's mm-hmm. probably a new ending they found. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. two questions for everyone. Number one, 
Does that narrator not sound like the guy from Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, number yeah, two, show of hands, who got the achievement with going back to the it's door and listening, like the ridiculous achievement in that game? I think mm. I did. Yeah, I yeah. I did. yeah. So there, it there's was an like achievement. four years ago, so I don't remember exactly what it was. So it's just, this relates to that narrator. You know, it, it's there's basically an achievement where if you listen to everything he does, and the whole time he kind of derides you, like, why are you doing this? What What is this? This has no value to you whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And if you stick it out, and it, it does take, like, that achievement alone takes, like, 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, but yeah, if yeah, you yeah. stick it out, you get the achievement. And he just, it it totally breaks, again, much like Nier Automata, it's like, why are you doing this? This has no value. And it kind of just breaks the game and shows you, like, you are just conditioned to do these things for the sake of doing them. And it's stupid, but guess what? We are also gamers, and we do the same thing, so we love it. So we're kind of—they're laughing with you, not necessarily at it's you. It's the twist mm-hmm. in every Ken Levine game, which is why he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's the weird thing about—well, I only have this experience of this and gone home. Um, these are really good, like, couch experiences. Like mm. when when Stanley Parable first came out, like Tyler and I fucked around with it, like kind of not endlessly, but like. It may as well have been a movie we watched on the couch together. Hmm. Um, and Gone Home, I've played it twice in front of other people who helped. Just to exp- just It's like to watch that movie with someone else, yeah. we played together. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's very strange. Uh, Stanley Parable's really, like, I am shocked I have not combined it with marijuana <laughs> in this day and age, but I really should. It's one of the few truly funny games as well. Like, yeah. the way it's written in the narrator, it's, you know, comedy is one of those things that's still really hard to pull off in games. And the narrator gets it. I love that oh, it inspired yeah. games like Thomas was alone. Like, mm-hmm. Straight up inspired by the, by the narrator in this game. I hope, yeah. unless that what one timeline. I don't. I can't can't think of the timeline right now. Vita. So I was almost out of the games industry. Okay. I, I feel like this was 2012, 2013 ish. Mm-hmm. But I I do love that. Like you know, you're in this sort of boring office setup, and depending yeah. on what you do, like it is wildly different like uh i always the first time i play through this like mm-hmm. then stanley chose the door on his left and of course you're you're going to pick the door on the right why mm-hmm. wouldn't you well stanley grabbed his coffee mug yeah he grabbed his coffee mug <laughs> grab your fucking coffee <laughs> mug I'm like no i want to see how much exactly. dialogue you have for me not doing this but i i do like that if you immediately veer off the the beaten path, the narrator's like trying to restructure the story yeah, around you, yeah. and it's like, all right, go into this room. Uh, there's a phone ringing. It's your wife on the line. She wants to reconnect. <laughs> what do you do? And like, the only thing, clear thing you can do is pick up the phone, but then you notice the phone has a cord, so walk over to the wall and unplug it. And he's like, you're not, what? You're not supposed to do that. I didn't know you I could did, fucking yeah, do that. I didn't know you could do that. You, can, you, can you actually make a wrong decision? <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, oh, oh, you're a person. You're not, you're not a character I'm controlling. Oh, I see. And then he plays that little instructional video that I started off with. But, uh, I mean, the, the endings are bizarre. There's one where, uh, well, this happens. Well, Stanley, is this any better? At last, the one thing you've always desired. A game I had absolutely nothing to do with. But is it enough? Tell me that, Stanley. Will it ever be enough? Well, I'll say this. I'm done making things for you. You you, mm. you end up going into different games, like spend a few minutes in Minecraft, and then uh, suddenly pop into Portal, and it's just like, oh, yeah, like I've trapped you in this glass box. Now you can't move. Like, oh, well, I'm curious to see what this is. Oh, logic puzzles. You'll be great at that. Mm. Yeah. I should uh, play this again, goddammit. You it. should play it again. There's yeah. so much to discover. I really want to now. I know, but I can't play games while high unless I have a couch. Mm. All this is on my PC. Is this on another system yet? I gotta look. Get I got a Steam look. box. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, Michael gave me the Steam link. Oh, um, yeah. I did. Yeah. 
Go play that. How do you do? Uh, I feel bad that Nier Automata isn't on this list, given that our number one is... Terrorists, right? Now, please, stay right here. Enjoy the crab rangoon. Don't move. I will be right back. So fucking hungry. <laughs> you oh. want some crab rangoon? Oh, yeah. want some crab cheese. Apparently, it's not great. Andre, my boy, are you busy? You don't mind me calling, do you? Fantastic. You really are an excellent listener. Look, no hard feelings about the crab rangoon. I know it's not for everyone's taste. But you'll be pleased to know I had the chef executed for his incompetence. Or was it his family we killed? <laughs> Regardless, next time I can promise you a better spread. That's the last time I'm kidnapping a fucking TV celebrity chef. Uh, this is, of course, Far Cry 4. Uh, Full disclosure, I work for Ubisoft. Bias. Yep. Yes, I also bias. used to work for Ubisoft. So wait, wait, wait. Yes, but you can get to an ending in 15 minutes? You Absolutely. can. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the game, you are uh, your your bus is ambushed by a bunch of uh, pagan men's troops, the, the government troops, and you are hauled off to a mansion where you're sat down at a table, you watch your friend be tortured and dragged away, and then the big bad of the game says... Uh, don't move. I'll be right back. And then you're just sort of left to your own devices. And you, the natural impulse is leave, find your friend, escape. Uh, But you can just sit around. And if you sit around for about, I think it's 14 minutes, 14, 15 minutes, something like that, then uh, this happens. Oh, man, bloody fantastic. You, sir, are a gentleman. I... Sincerely apologize. We saw terrorists in the area and yada yada. The crab rangoon, right? It's. <laughs> Fabulous. Mm. Well, come on, let's go. That was your friend being electrocuted. Oh, it's, right. It sounded yeah, like yeah. Ren Hoek discovering soap <laughs> in a adjacent room. So while he's gone, I mean, when you're sitting, so you're you're sitting down to dinner with the guy, and after he leaves, you can hear him like talking to the guy, or I want to say like you can hear the guy screaming in pain as mm-hmm. well when he's gone, and, yeah. and and so it's kind of yeah, it's one of those things you, your natural video gamey instinct is to look around, and there's like an open window right there. It's super obvious. Oh, yeah. and so, oh this is the Buddy Cole guy. Buddy Scott Cole. Thompson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what's funny though is if you do hang around, it, it pops. I don't think it's a game achievement; it's a you play achievement, mm-hmm. which is called Crab Rangoon. Right? And <laughs> nice. So I'm gonna buy get, a wallpaper with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, it, what what happens next is again spoiler alert. I'm not I'm not going to say uh, any of what it, it reveals a lot about the end game. Uh, seeing this ending, so so getting the bad ending will reveal. That's the thing yeah. is it's super it, spoilery. It, yeah. It's super spoilery and it's arguably the good ending. Absolutely. Because you discover things that you will not discover until the very end of the game. And, and don't commit a shitload of murder. Yeah. Yeah. You don't kill 10,000 people. <laughs> and a whole shitload of animals. <laughs> swatting, swatting birds but, out but of the sky. Then at the, at the end of it, after you do this thing, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do this thing that you wanted to do. Uh, you... You kind of get a little exhortation from the game. It's like, maybe actually do something next time? You feel better now? Get it out of your system? Maybe now we can finally shoot some goddamn guns. Which was straight from the trailer of that game. Like, that song was featured heavily. I I think, yeah, that that song is featured heavily at the beginning, after you're... uh, 
con- your bus gets ambushed, yeah, and he's yeah. like dragging you off. He's like, oh, we've got a special uh, welcome planned for you. Let's rip shit up. Mm. So that song spoils the secret ending, then, right? Uh, it's it's just sort of like the unofficial theme song of the I game. See, but I should think. I stay or should I go? Uh, if you stay, yeah, yeah. we'll be troubled. Yep. Yeah. If I say we'll be doubled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is, so by the cult lash. Like, come on, clash yeah, 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 yeah. Was it the clash or the kinks? It's the clash. No, that's the clash. Okay. So speaking yeah, of spoilers, right. though, th- unfortunately, this ending was spoiled for me, and probably most of the internet. Uh, it was all over the websites, kind of right when the game came out. And, Correct. And, yeah, yeah, and so um, yeah, that was one of those things where. I feel like had it been discovered like a month or two later, it would have been much cooler than reading about it literally before I played the game. A month or two later game. in a twelve-hour yeah. game. I, did, I don't think I learned about it until <laughs> like months it after. Forty hours, it came man. Out. Is it four, I somehow missed it. I put a lot of time into it. It's, it can be forty if you want to, you know, do all the all the stuff in the open mm-hmm. world, right? Yeah. No, Far, Far Cry is like, yeah, just watching the footage again. Yeah, when is that new one like, coming out? I want to kill some fucking hicks. Uh, uh, March. March. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. right around oh, the corner, right around man. My birthday. Yeah, perfect timing. It's going to be so awesome. Mm. <laughs> shell. Yeah, total shell. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody had to do that. <laughs> yeah. I now, said that now that Hank's not here to, to scream it. Uh, anyway, on that note. You think Nier should have got, gotten. Nier would be a pretty good candidate because Nier has 26 different endings, one mm. for every level. But they're of the very alphabet. sequential. Techn- no. Technically, you can't do it in 15 because the yeah. first time you play through, there's the. This yeah. isn't a spoiler. There's that shootery sequence that uh, where you have yeah, to fight yeah, the giant yeah. robot. You it's have impossible. to get past that. The, I true. think probably the, the soonest ending you can get is the fish ending. Mm-hmm. That's where you. you, you like, but how, how how quickly can you like remove your CPU? I thought that was yeah. way before the fish, though. The, oh, the second yeah. you have access to a, your status screen, you can remove that chip. I, that gives you an end. I still think the pause screen when you are the ship may not be the full pause screen. I don't know. Mm. I, I, but, but yeah, it's, it could be, yeah. It, I know eating the fish yeah. is an ending. And I know if you're counting multiple playthroughs, there's an ending that you can get uh, on the, immediately on the second playthrough yep. where like you just go in a different direction and it's like... This character wandered off and was never seen again. I kept accidentally getting that ending. Yeah. I was so frustrated. I was like, where do you want me to go right that's, now? That's why the, mm-hmm. these entries were distinctive, though, because you, yeah. can't, you can't do this in near. There are 15-minute gameplay sessions, but mm-hmm. come on. You can do it after you yeah, play yeah. the first 20-hour playthrough. You can yeah. start doing these things in near. And I also thought about um, Way of the Samurai, especially Way of the Samurai mm-hmm. 3, mm-hmm. where you can just basically turn around and leave first thing. <laughs> and, like, that'll count as an end game. Game, like yeah, yeah, here, yeah, you don't get any points for it, but uh, <laughs> like here is your mission and just pull up a gun and kill yeah, yourself. Yeah. Like, now, well, now that, I guess that's his end. Now that you mentioned it, there's probably a lot of old Sierra or LucasArts <laughs> oh, games that mm-hmm. you can do all kinds of these. And, and oh, actually, God. researching this, I Type found out fart if you say so. For, <laughs> yeah. for those of you, for those of you who have with the Samurai Three, there is mm. a way to get massive, massive Samurai points without doing basically anything. Mm. That as, as soon as the game starts, you just make a beeline for the village, grab a radish. And uh, then quit out of the game. Hmm. And uh, you'll get a bunch of points. And I think maybe you have to eat the radish before you quit Never. out. But you, it's, you get the vegetarian title and uh, you throw it at 700 work. points. Right you heard it here first, folks. Hot Strats for a 10-year-old game. Yeah! <laughs> is it already 10 years old? That's a 2008 title, my friend. Damn. Wow. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is 10 years ago. Now, I'm still thinking of 10 years ago as 2007. So it shows how dated I am. But anyway, that's our top five. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about some news, some community stuff. So stay tuned. What if I told you that the world was going to end? I think you hope that you did it. And with me, I'm your friend. Would you take the first part? 
let's get scratching. This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible. And if you don't know what Audible is, it is the internet's wonderfully leading source for audiobooks and radio dramas. And they have your bestsellers there. And new stuff, I see Tom Sawyer read by Nick Offerman. A new book by Norm MacDonald. But of course, Video Game Apocalypse users, I know you like your goddamn video games. That's why Elston is here to tell us about some books that are available for you right now. Uh, yeah, on Audible, we saw, we, we did a little look, we did a little search, and we found Maestro Mario, which is a, a look at uh, video game music. I am shocked that there's a book all about video game music. Yeah, so I, I've read this, but I'm now I am personally curious to actually see if the uh, audio clips are in this uh, particular Audible version, because they walk through uh, like music, the early days of the NES, how music helped like change the way game music was perceived because mm-hmm. before that the whole like it's just beeps and boops like no it literally was just beeps and boops before Mario yeah. and it's in the NES like there was just a lot of background jingles at best yeah. and now it was like it's different are, it's like yeah. how do you it's like scoring an action, a movie with only action sequences yeah how do you keep that pace up yeah so that's a really fun look at just music but also with a lot of good terminology and, and stuff that I can't even get across in VG Empire because I don't have that knowledge base uh, but there's also Service Games, which is a great... Something you read. Yeah, I read this, and it's been a couple of years, so it's vague. But I remember just really enjoying this look back at the creation of Sega, uh, Sega of America, and how it interacted with Sega Japan, and just the, the long story history of Sega in general yeah. is, is, is fascinating, uh, and how it ends up where it is now. But and I'm sure you've we heard talk of, about that. I'm sure you've heard of Console Wars by Blake J. Harris. That is also there on Audible, and we encourage you to check it out by going to audibletrial.com slash lasertime. Again, you will get a free audiobook and you will get a free 30 days of uh, usage of Audible. It works on... Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from. Uh, It works on your iPhone, desktop, Android, Kindle, whatever crappy uh, Korean MP3 player you might be using. Oh, I don't... That sounds like a Galaxy Slam. It is not... But check it out. Thank you, Audible. And again, Video Game Apocalypse listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook with a free 30-day trial. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show 302010. Here's a clip from 1987. I love obscure, dumb, forgotten Christmas specials. Yes, so I saved this for last because, Chris, I want you to say, do you know about Santa Bear's high-flying adventure? No. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Aired on CBS, it's a sequel to Santa Bear's first Christmas uh, and the Dayton Hudson Corporation, which... Uh, I love it when a corporation brings me some. I'm going to assume they are a maker of fine epoxies. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just something really boring. And, and the, I'm sure the special has a lot of great things about how glue is a great Christmas gift. <laughs> uh, it features the voices of Kelly McGillis, because it's 1987, right. uh, Bobby McFerrin, oh boy. John Malkovich as Santa Claus. What? He's all over the place. Oh my god. And Dennis Hopper. No. I need to deliver toys. Dude, you're not far <laughs> off. <laughs> We're going to play a clip from it in just a second. Jump into the past with 302010 every Thursday on lasertimepodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back for our wonderful and talented second segment where we will dive in for the first real time this year for a very brief... These are the new releases, they are releasing new releases. These are the new releases, everybody cherish them. Uh, Super Meat Boy is coming to Switch. Uh, what more do you need to know? Uh, well, I guess that Fury is also coming to Switch. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exciting, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's a super giant game. Art of game? Fighting 2? You love no, that game? No, no, that's not super giant. For, oh, I here, thought that's it was. That's the one F U R I. I always yes. want to pronounce it furry, but uh, I try not to we ever pronounce any, the word furry out It's right? like a, a twin stick bullet hell yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are all great games I own on 13 different platforms. Of course. But, you can buy them again. And The Escapists, too. Also out on Switch. Okay. But the Super Meat Boy version that's coming out on Switch is the one with the different soundtrack. That would be my guess. Yes. The original, it was like oh, just yeah. Xbox 360 and PC and that had the original Insta, yeah, that had the original soundtrack yeah. by the other guy who fell out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Who, oh, fuck. I forget how that shook out. And speaking of soundtracks, that is one of the things Fury is most notable for. It had uh-huh. an excellent oh, yeah. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, also of interest to me and to pirate fans everywhere is the 2000 game Sea Dogs is uh, out on Steam this week. Really? Uh, it's it's like a... Uh, I Sea Dogs. It's a pirate RPG. Huh. Is, is You switch between being on land and being in a ship. And uh, Sea Dogs, I think, I think it was Sea Dogs 2, was turned into Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Where they just basically added the Black Pearl and kept the rest of the game exactly <laughs> as they had originally mm-hmm. intended. Like, it had absolutely nothing to do with the movies mm-hmm. other than, like, oh, the Black Pearl showed up. It's a cursed ship. Stay away from that. There's only so many pirate names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long John something. <laughs> Davy Jones of Monkey's fame. Uh, Watch more One Piece. There's lots of pirate names. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, we go from that to Chris's favorite segment. What? Ow! Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? It's game deals, baby. Game deals. Uh, that's what's happening right now. I have a rare don't buy game deal that I just oh, yeah. want to talk about for a second. <laughs> okay. Don't buy. Uh, at Target, buy one, get one on Wii U games at... <laughs> <laughs> Many of which are inexplicably $50 or more. Uh-huh. Most of which are, have been released on the Switch for the same price. Mm-hmm. But they're not buy one, get one free. Um, but that does include, like, Color Splash is the one that I haven't touched. I haven't played it either. I don't own it. Yeah. But it's forty nine ninety nine. if there's any other Wii U game you want. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe pick it up. Is there another one that would justify that purchase? Dude, it's like, it's Pokin. It's Mario mm. Maker. It's Mario Kart. It's Zelda Breath of the Wild, hmm. but dude, if you have a if you don't have a Switch, you should move the you should invest that money in moving the fuck on. Is the Tokyo <laughs> is Tokyo Mirage session? Yes. Sale? Okay, I'll get that. Thirty nine, yeah. thirty nine bucks. But it's buy one get one. Buy one get one. Well, there I you can go. buy you, that and Color Splash. Those are the two games I don't yeah. own for the Wii huh. U. If right. you wanted to shore up your collection before everything goes away forever, yeah. uh, that might be the only way to ever play Tokyo Mirage Sessions, yes. To be honest with you, I don't know. Uh, well, I the don't only see legal it coming way to Switch. To I think anything yeah. worthwhile is going to come to Switch eventually. I. Color Splash is the one I would say wouldn't. Tokyo Mirage Sessions hmm. would, except for the music stuff. I don't know how Japan works. Um, but I, that was a don't buy. And a weird don't buy um, select 3DS games are $25. Still too much. Hmm. Um, but It's still a, a viable platform for now. Know. Have you? T- how, has anybody here touched their 3DS and Sony a Switch? I played it today. Jesus, Samus Bob. Returns. Ha ha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, because you so had yes, to. There is that. Yeah, yeah. Samus Returns, I'm Fire Emblem. And you, and you, but I, I wrote it down just because like, I thought this is a good game. Dragon's Quest Eight is $12. Oh, for which sure. I'd yeah, get that. fucking drop 40 bucks on just because I haven't been able to play that game for fucking oh, 10 yeah. years. Where is it $40 from? Or Tag 12, it. $12. Tag so. it. If you calculate that at like dollar per hour, that's like 
a tenth of a cent per hour spent yeah, in entertainment. Basically. But I think your time is worth more than that. That's why I work so hard on these podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nintendo Switch eShop having a very rare sale, uh, but a lot of third-party games. And again, I'm, I don't mean to, I'm going to sound cynical about it. If you don't own these games, they've been out for a long, long time. This is a good place to get them, the fucking Switch. And I'm not going to list the prices, but like Oxenfree, Blaster Master Zero, Thumper, Thimbleweed Park, I think Bob named as one of his favorite oh, yeah. games last hmm. year. All Don't on sleep sale on that game. It's great, but it's on the Switch on sale. Like, this is a great place to play small indie games. Yeah, oh man, just it's actually they're calling it the Nindie Sale, and, yeah. and so Severed's on here. Severed is a great mm-hmm. game. Oh, nice. I'm glad that escaped the veto. Oh yeah, Matt, you were, you said you had some some periphery game deals. Is... Put me on the spot. That was look at your phone. I think that might have been number two on Games Radar's list of mm. uh, best Vita games. Severed. Some, somehow beat out Gravity Rush. I don't mm. understand, but whatever. Something for everybody here. Persona Five, Near, and Crash Insane Collection. Twenty nine ninety nine at Best Buy. That ain't bad. All of that shit is half price. All of that stuff I didn't expect to drop for a while. I think I paid sixty dollars for Near two weeks. What three weeks ago? Mm. I thought it would be one of those games that was so hard to find it was going to end up costing more than it, retail for it a while. It is weirdly that it's called Near Day One Edition. That's okay. what you're buying. I think every box copy is now just a day one yeah, edition yeah, by yeah. default. Like, is that, congrats wow, is for that buying what boxes are? Is, yeah. is it like a, a collector's day one uh, logo on the disc? I hope not, because I would throw it to the <laughs> so, so in the business, we call that hedging our bets. And so that's just you do an initial print run, and everything that is in that run you call day one edition. Everything mm-hmm. else that comes after it, well, maybe it's greatest hits edition. That's what you hope yeah. for. Right. I still have my day one Xbox One controller, which... Uh, every time Bra- Dave brings his over, I want to like throw it at the wall. Yeah, stopped so working dumb. about three months after... Our I got it because whenever I plug it in, it's just like, oh, you want the analog stick pushed all the way to the right? All right, I yeah. guess we'll just spin around. You can't do anything else. All the PUBG kids are doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mine still works because I use my Elite controller. MLG! MLG, nice, you got that nice, Elite nice. controller? That day yeah. one meant day one of 90 when you buy it. <laughs> you had 90 days yeah. left to use it. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, the warranty on Mafia days. Tree is nine ninety nine at GameStop. Yeah. Um, oh, worth $10. That's a good that's price. Yeah. Titanfall 2 is $10 on Amazon. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and PSN has Bloodborne, the complete edition for thirteen ninety nine. That is that is okay, that is less than you if you bought the Bloodborne DLC, which comes in that complete edition, the, the old hunters DLC, it's still twenty dollars because the way the first parties they don't really put DLC on sale mm-hmm. that often. So you yeah. can get the complete edition, full game plus DLC for less than you can buy just the DLC by itself. That so DLC it, is great too. Yeah, no that that game is great. Um buy it. $13, $13, $14, just buy it. Don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah. 13 bucks. It's really Anything good. It's the best PS... Deal. I think it's the best PS4 exclusive, period. I would agree. Mm-hmm. It is. Right and I it'll agree. never be anywhere yeah. else because they paid for it. Yeah, for, for me, um, it's like... I think it's slightly ahead of Horizon Zero Dawn, but... Mm-hmm. And Uncharted 4 also. I... I think it's better than all of those, but they're they're all great benchmarks. PS4 yeah. is the best exclusives, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the best of those exclusives. Yes, it's agree. the Dark Souls of Bloodborne. I'm games. saying it's slightly <laughs> ahead. It is. Kind it is. is. Just mildly. Uh, and if you're a Humble Bundle fan and like very serious war shooters, I cannot wrap my head around. Uh, there's the Orphan Bundle, Killing Floor, Rising Storm. I've never had to say this out loud, but I had to write it nine thousand times in PC Gamer. Uh, IL2 Sturmovic 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 um, Killing Floor 2 Homefront just a bunch of serious war games I don't really mm-hmm. care about uh, Killing Floor 2 uh, if you are a fan mm-hmm. of Left 4 Dead you mm-hmm. would enjoy mm-hmm. that's what I hear yeah um, uh, Call to Arms all that shit it's like a $300 value for under $20 to benefit Russian orphans Aww. not mm-hmm. like the fake obstruction of justice the president came up with on a plane 
I've been reading Fire and Fury. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com slash LazerTime is where you can listen to it for free. Yeah. yeah how about that? Good. But Chris, you've got to get both sides equal time. Those orphans were dead. But Republicans <laughs> don't write or read. The answer's in the middle. <laughs> Each side has its problems. Uh, That's it. Got to oh, hear All me. right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Sonic Skateboard! <laughs> uh, is that on sale? <laughs> yes! Yes, the Pakistani McDonald's video games uh, it's, was featuring Sonic Adventure 2 characters are somehow on sale. It's an eBay exclusive. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, man. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's move on to... I really think this could be longer. It should be longer. I agree. It should be longer. You want me to like stop it at the end and just play it again from the beginning? News. Wow. I shouldn't have been talking over that. Hmm. No, don't talk. You got to play it again. Ah, uh, huh. right. No. Oh goddamn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's another sound for you to play. I would have waited an eternity for this. It's over, Prime. That's uh, it is over for Transformers. Oh, it's a uh, I, I, this is an I older. I you're going to make an Amazon Prime joke. No, no. Um, Activision has pulled all Transformers games from every single digital marketplace. Wow, I guess the license ran out. I'm sure the license ran out, but I would. It still feels like the end of an era because this is not a Marvel license. This is not a brand new thing. Yeah, I feel bad because I noticed uh, War for Cybertron was like on PS4 and Xbox One. I yep. was like, oh, that's on sale. Maybe I'll get that at some point. And yep. now I can't. They're really, whether you'd like Transformers or not, and I, I go back and forth, they're really, really good license games. Yeah. Uh, some of the best ever made. I, I will say uh, Fall of Cybertron and War for Cybertron, uh, really good. Um Whatever the one that came after that. Devastation was, was uh, one of the more recent ones, right? That was the Platinum one. That was the Platinum one. Okay. I'm thinking of the one that Which was tied in with like the uh, one of the movies. Mm. It was uh, a war for Rise of the Allspark, I think. Don't play that one. There, there's, but like, <laughs> like Activision smartly used the license to make yeah. authentic Transformers games for Transformers fans of all ages, but it was based on the hype of the movies. Yeah. The last yeah. movie did terribly. Mm-hmm. The last and, night, yeah. The last. So night. yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of Rise of the Dark Spark, which mm-hmm. was an attempt to bridge the wonderful Cybertron games with the not so wonderful mm-hmm. Transformers universe. Were those movie all uh, High Moon games? High, High Moon, yeah, uh, yeah. Not all of them. No, okay. not the last one. But okay. I remember Rise of okay. the Dark. I pointed out in some video that that was one of four disc-based video games based on movies in 20. 2014 hmm. like that it's not something that happens right. anymore and transformers to mobile or yeah, yeah yeah transformers snuck in weirdly and like war for cybertron and two devastation if you like transformers you're gonna like those fucking games and it's a bummer it's a real big bummer because i don't those are things nothing's impossible but mm-hmm. i don't think you'll see them again and i missed this story over uh the end of december well i mean they did uh put out what was it a marvel ultimate alliance after they did a long time of that being from the same company, yeah. so I don't think, I don't think anybody's dying to make really expensive Transformers games. But a bad at movie the same franchise. Time, never yeah. say never. But ne- never say never. But uh, I thought that was worth like bowing the head to. Who owns Transformers? Is this Hasbro. a Paramount a Paramount joint? No, it's a, well, Hasbro, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Okay, so we're yeah. free from the has the uh, the Transformers movies now, right? Is that I would, is that, are they over? I'm gonna guess yes because okay. last night it did real bad. I don't like any movie. It's with time the, for a reboot. 
Uh, yeah, probably. That'll, that'll happen. Yeah. I don't like any movie with a protagonist that's named Cade Yeager. Cade Yeager, bro. I want to say like <laughs> T.J. Miller. A, a long uh, recurring subplot about uh, uh, statutory rape in one of those movies. Uh, you're thinking of, oh my God, I can't think of the one with Grimlock in it. Um, it's the one right before this. These movies are terrible. I've only seen the riff tracks. Grimlock that's was all a I can handle. Statutory? Yes. Uh, oh, it, I believe it's like... There are jokes about it constantly. Uh, Mark Wahlberg playing a, an angry dad mm-hmm. and like... Uh, the, the Maybe host. I shouldn't fuck this girl, yeah. right? Anyway, look at the Wikipedia Wait. summary. I'm so not, is I'm an not angry wrong. dad and Grimlock is dating his underage daughter? I think yeah. so. Say, God damn. Say hello to your, to your daughter for me. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I... I hated the Grimlock in that movie. It looked like a caveman that turned into Grimlock a shitty dinosaur. Always technically sucks, and Transformers fans can't understand this at all. Mm. Like, why is this? Why is this dinosaur a caveman? None of this makes sense. <laughs> why, why he has, speaks like a caveman. He has programming. He's a robot. Isn't it something He's like clearly not from caveman? He was dormant times. for millions of years. Some of his speech actuators were damaged. It do, I, I I know. Why the are there hip hop robots that are racist? <laughs> Look, <laughs> oh, all I know is in the movie Joe. he says, "Me Grimlock kick butt," and then slams feet first into Unicron, the planet eating robots butt, I and it's hilarious. Yes. When does Orson Welles show up in all of this? Uh, well, he He's died. The there. last movie he ever made was Transformers. I sadly. know that's yeah. why yeah. I bring him up. I wasn't just non sequitur Orson Welles, Joe. Did you ever do like a? Uh, I don't know. Did you ever do like a, a terrible swan songs for prominent actors? Uh, yeah. Laser time, like yeah. mm-hmm. Orson Welles as Unicron, Raul Julia as like, Bison. I, I thought he like was amazing. Scotty from Star Trek and Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Raul Julia sunk his teeth into that role. I swear. Oh, yeah. He, like, yeah. He, was, he was into it. He's he's the most fun thing about it. Everybody else sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he he elevates it into comedy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought, I didn't even know Bob was going to be here, but I, you're going to love this if you go. Monster Hunter fans have launched yeah. adoptahunter.org. Oh, nice. A website dedicated to helping noobs and novices uh, with veteran players. So last uh. week we were just talking about this is a series where you like actually need someone to show you the ropes. Yeah, and it, now the fans are like, they've taken it upon themselves. Right? It's, That's it's, amazing. It's weird because it's not as daunting as sometimes even I make it sound. But to get the most out of it, it's really cool to be sitting next to someone who knows a couple tricks or things or, like, this is what you do. Uh, there's This is the best tutorial I've ever seen. It blew me away with how good the tutorial was. However, like, it's designed to be played with people. And the idea that, like, you have matchmaking in a game or you have this kind of matchmaking. Like, it's a website dedicated to it. I, love, to- I love when this happens. This yeah. happened with Destiny, too, with the whole Sherpa yeah. thing, right? Yes. Like, so, Sherpa, uh, actually, yes. yeah, uh, check out the Destiny Time Facebook community, by the way. Mm. Um, but, yeah, this I love when the fans take it upon themselves. Like, you know what? You guys aren't going to put a system in the game, and mm-hmm. so we're just going to do it for you because we love this thing we play it, and we want more people to love it. Like, this yeah. is the ultimate sign of, like, an active, engaged community to me. Yeah, now. like, I swear, like... Monster Hunter is one of the most rewarding game experiences I've had, and the longest as well. But it did take someone showing me the ropes, because the game delights in not telling you things. In a cool way. In a cool way. I'm when you put so much time into this game, I swear. Now mm-hmm. that multiplayer is so easy to do, yeah. god damn it. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, and that Destiny thing I ha- like I hated when I read about it, but it's like it's just it's just Bungie saying, like, you need mics. And like if you don't know these people and you're not mic'd, you can't play this. There's no matchmaking for this. You need to make these matches, and you need to figure out who you're playing with, because if there's no communication, you will fail. And that's Monster Hunter has some of that, not yeah. really. The stuff I'm more excited about is the is the kind of the old playground interactions. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much, 
So even a good tutorial isn't yeah. going to cover the secret stuff that's in Monster mm-hmm. Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the se- yeah. this. Oh, you talk to this guy this time of day, and he'll give you an item that you can craft yeah. this special thing, right? And those guys are going to be the guys that kind of like, hey, pull you aside. Let me show you this cool secret, and this is really going to help you on this hunt, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the info that devs like fully intend. This only is ever passed, you know, from fan to fan or whatever. And so the yeah, fact that these guys are forming an, an entire community to do so, it's bizarre because there's nothing broken with Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's just that America doesn't play games while talking to people because we know true. not to because we all suck. Yeah. <laughs> we suck. But adoptahunter.org exists to help you out. It's uh, great to hear. I like, and I'm I like, like I'm I know Monster Hunter pretty decently. I'll fucking use it. Like I'll walk through. I don't know everything that's in this goddamn game yet. Did mm. you find anything like stumble upon any secrets in the game? Mostly just things you could do like oh I didn't know I can jump off of this or slide down this into a jump like just basic like whether this camo piece things. is now like a yeah. fucking like ghillie like, suits like a sugar glider cape yeah. that I can glide with now. You have all these extra accessories you can equip. It's 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 just Weird. as complicated as it's ever been, but it's also as fr- uh, friendlier than it's ever been. So. Yeah, we should say that uh, the the beta for Monster Hunter was Bob's what second choice game of the year. That was my uh, game of the year after unofficially. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I don't think we've ever played together. <laughs> no, I mean we all. I should. really want to stream it with yeah. you. I know it's shitty to get you over here, but I'm just uh, I'm, I, can, I make I people pressure up. you into that just because you know your business. Oh yeah, there's a Laser Time uh, Monster mm. Hunter group too. Yep. So uh, I'm in that, mm-hmm. and when that game comes out, I'll be all over that. So let's let's play together, everybody. I would love. To, oh, I love Monster Hunter. And it's, it, if you can't tell, it's a light news week. That's why we're talking so much <laughs> yeah, about everything yeah, yeah. as I unlock my phone. Um, here's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't usually do the news, so it sucks. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot of news. That's right true. now. It, we're we're still like the 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 year is still waking up. It's sort of shaking off sleep. So. No huge game releases, not a lot of huge news. I feel like this is the week where someone will announce something at Awesome Games Unquick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or and actually CES yet. is going on yeah. right now, but CES. that show has gotten so far away from or, being away game from related. Uh, it, you know, is it I, mostly I, about porn, or is that another show? <laughs> no, uh, that's, that's uh, no, all no, they, 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 they occur split at the same off. time. Okay. Right? Yeah, they, they occur at the same time, but uh, I, I will say that, like, Having to cover news stories from a CES <laughs> once was, like, one of the worst experiences of yeah. my career, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, look, Android phones. I don't care. <laughs> and CES, so I've worked it like three or four times. There's always trends every year. And so it's you think it's going to be cool. Like, I'm going to see like the best of everything in tech. And it's like a theme that just will be the entire show will be VR this year. The I, entire show is smart Well, cars. a couple of years ago was, was 3D televisions. And yeah. like, that's... Wow, we lived through that. It's over. Thank God. Mm-hmm. We're done. Yeah. We don't have to do that anymore. I think but if you work at CES, you have to treat it like a big deal. Everyone decided 3D was the way to go. I oh, feel so this. bad for the guys at CNET that are like, here's your Wi-Fi connected refrigerator up mm-hmm. on our stage show. For mm-hmm. Your proprietary days. bag of juice, whatever the fucking thing was <laughs> from last row. year. I can't yeah. squeeze this bag myself. <laughs> I, I, I will say that one of the more fun things I had to do was like find the most expensive items debuting at uh, at CES, is that was, the wall? It was shit year? like uh, short throw 4K projectors <clears throat> for like thousands of dollars. Uh, there was like a Lamborghini phone or Ferrari phone. I can't remember which Ugh. brand it was. I think it was Lamborghini, and it was like a phone shaped vaguely like a Lamborghini with the official Lamborghini branding for like a couple thousand dollars. It's just a normal Android phone. It should be bait for a voluntary murder. <laughs> <laughs> Their only That's demographic a, is Notch. Just, just him alone. Like, if this is stolen from you, the police... An Instagram douchebag. The police don't have to rule it a homicide. Uh, <laughs> but it's a slow news week is what I'm saying. But here's one of the things that I thought we could talk about that was interesting. That okay. PSN released its top ten 
downloads yeah. of the year oh, because if you don't know how the uh, NPD data works in America, it's fucking slow. You'll get the concrete numbers for what games in America sold what, which is usually more than everywhere but Japan. And someone pays um, for those numbers, but then they just leak them to everyone, It's right? the worst. Yeah. But if you never read those, I had the opportunity to read those like in full. It's crazy data to read through. It's yeah. pretty cool. Um, you usually see it summed up for you nicely by somebody else, but but PSN just was like, "Fuck it, here's our, hmm. we can release our top downloads. Like this yeah. is up to date." Well, they don't tell you the number, right? Microsoft does it too. It's like here's the most downloaded, but we're not going to tell you the quantities of downloads. Right? Um, and yeah, but like if anybody tells you these are the top 2017 games, they're lying. Those numbers don't exist in America. Yeah. You wish it worked like Al Gore's book sales. Uh-huh. Um, I'm catering to Bob, especially yeah. in this in this in this I, piece. I will say, I'm looking at it this list. months. The only big surprise for me is what's at number three. Yeah, that's huge. And well, I would say the one that's to me it's at number ten because mm-hmm. uh, Call of Duty World at War, or sorry, World War Two was number one. Destiny Two followed by Friday the Thirteenth. The yeah, game. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I heard a good explanation for that though. Please, it's because this game was only available digitally for several months. The actual ah, physical discs yeah. didn't come until much a couple much months later. Ago. Uh, that game also has really strong Twitch and YouTube buzz. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people love playing. Well, you've done it. It's, oh, yeah. it's all about it's emerging moments. For stream, you know? yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's, it has just that jank factor that like PUBG has, and it's kind of fun to watch. So even if it's not a great game or has oh. like bugs or whatever, I think it's yeah that that probably explains the success. Yeah. Plus the but number yeah. three on PSN. Is yeah, down. that's huge. But it was well, I think they might have been Kickstarter awards too. Hmm. So when oh, you hear someone right. yeah. like when you hear like yeah. a million people kickstarted something like this game sold a million dollars before it was released. Yeah. Yeah. It was also copies. even at full price. It's 30 or 40 I think it was like 20 to 30 dollars. i think it's 30 so mm-hmm. so you know i, think I paid like 40 50 and mm-hmm. i got two copies one mm-hmm. of which i gave you nice oh, i nice. use all the time yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, we, it's competing so with 60 dollars games right so that kind of accounts for a little bit of number, it, but still super strong number one makes sense to me call of duty being number one that makes mm-hmm. sense but i have not seen yeah. anyone talk or tweet about that game since its release it, and that's and yet it made a billion dollars yeah. apparently i, I, I like i that's not, i would bet you know. because it broke no sales Records. That's usually when we talk about Call of Duty games. But in terms of new releases, the zombie DLC mm. did hit this week, in which that is a cool thing. I think I wish that, yeah. I want to liberate the zombies mode from Call of yeah, Duty games and charge game. people. This year they downplayed it though. In previous years, it was like they were getting really big Hollywood stars and mm-hmm. stuff. And this year, it didn't feel as big. I mean, hey, no offense to any Hollywood but, stars that are in it this year. Well, yeah, yeah I think well, it's it's weird because they usually do a Nazi zombie mode, but this is like. You're actually in World War Two. This is mm. not a weird ass mode now. Yeah. It's just Which part is. of your game. But I mean, World War Two. It is sort of odd for Call of Duty in that, like, it does feel like a return to basics, like what bit. the first Call of Duty was mm-hmm. like, where it's like it feels much more deliberate, less focused on these big moments and linear kill corridors and mm-hmm. like the, the things that you've come to associate with Call of Duty since Modern Warfare that uh, reappear every year are like, that, that's not what this game is. Mm. So it's it's interesting to see like a somewhat slower, more methodical Call of Duty be like a huge sales success. Yeah. And then that's followed by Horizon Zero Dawn, well mm-hmm. deserved. Yes, absolutely. Grand Theft Auto Five, technically a uh, what a it's never going away four year old game. One yeah. of the top downloads: NBA Two K eighteen, Rocket League, followed by Minecraft PS Four Edition, Madden NFL eighteen, all predictable. And I, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. When I looked at everybody's uh-huh. data and the perspective data, this is one of the top 
10 selling games of the year. And mm-hmm. I'm, for me, I was shocked by that. No one's talking about it. It's been on yeah. the charts all year, and it's one of those games. It, it was no a huge success yeah. right off yeah. the bat. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. I still need to play more. I think I, I, I got kind of a little uh, intimidated by the amount of content that is in that game. Like, I've taken over, like, four or five different regions. There's how many left? Like, oh... A, a ton. I think this game's success is very similar to what we were talking about Friday the 13th. It's it's huge on co-op, right? Mm-hmm. And this is one yeah, of those games yeah. that plays really well on streams, really well on YouTube. It's about playing together. And traditional games media doesn't cover games like this because mm-hmm. they have to move on to the yeah. latest and greatest. Whereas mm-hmm. this game, has, is, you know, it's just been on the charts month after month because people are playing it together. This game did one of the coolest things last year in all of game news, which mm-hmm. was yeah. this. Well, it would have been cooler if they didn't tell anybody it. until it happened, right? But the Predator it, thing? Yeah, the Predator thing. We was, didn't miss it. We talked about that it. That was one of the coolest things that anyone has ever done in a game. Just, oh, by the way, the Predator's in this world, right? Yeah. Because it makes total sense, right? It takes place it's, in... It's a time-limited thing. I think it yeah. ends yeah. this month. Right, yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be... what's. Like Hitman, maybe they'll bring it back, you know, or or it could be the Hitman elusive target thing. It's like, hey, it's gone. You never see it again. I wouldn't bet on it. It's the licensing thing. Yeah, I mean, because they Mm -hmm. have to license that from from Fox. But it was a Disney fucking. They have to license that from Disney. It is the ultimate hunt. And like, and and I don't, I don't mean to segue out of Wildlands, but I I, for me, I was shocked by that because I played it when it launched. I liked it, and I didn't follow up on it like I did with the Division. And it turns out the rest of the world slowly got into to. Ghost Recon Wildlands mm-hmm. in a yeah. big way on almost every platform. Yeah. I was trying to push you into it, just like I keep trying to push you yeah, into because- Rainbow Six Siege, which you would fucking love. I'm not a tactical dude. You are. You talk about uh, fucking Counter-Strike all the time. Yeah, but I was a little kid in a room with a bunch of other people. You're still a little kid in a room with a bunch of people. No, what do you think this is? He, 40, he has a good point. I'm a 40-year-old right. guy whose dick doesn't work. Like It's totally <laughs> different now. Well, different problem. Um, <laughs> but it... I thought that was fucking nuts. And, like, in segueing to that, like, just the the nature of hunting in general, where, like, you're hunting things in Ghost Recon Wildlands, mm-hmm. and you're hunting things in Monster Hunter, and it just occurred to me that PUBG is just really hunting. Or, yeah. like, it, like yeah. it's not a shooter. It's not, like, the more I play it, and, like, I, I know a bunch of other people play it. I'm going to be real inarticulate about this. Mm-hmm. Um, that... that it is just this weird, slow, like, when two animals meet each other. Like, how do they... Like, how do they... Like, which one Which one wins? I mean, you play PUBG. That's how it works. Like, you don't... The world would be more interesting if animals just went batshit insane every time they met each other. Like, it made that sound. Exactly. I, w- I, wish it, I wish it lasted longer. Because, like, it's clear none of us know, how, like, exactly how to approach one another. It's very rare someone's hunting me, but you can do that. And that, that PUBG is a weird kind of, like, fucking hunting game. It's it's a The way I've described it is that game is a horror game mm-hmm. that just so happens to have shooting, right? It kind it of is. is. Because basically it's like, depending on where you land and stuff, there's a lot of downtime, there's, there's a slow build where there's a lot of tension at any it's, moment. It's weird. Like, I won't encounter another player for, yeah. like, 15 minutes and I'll just watch, like, 50 people die in the right. right-hand screen. But, but all of a sudden... Shit just hits the fan, yeah. and it gets real really quickly, and most firefights are over within a matter of seconds. Yeah. It is, I mean, even if you think that the, the tub strap, people hiding in a bathtub waiting for mm-hmm. someone to come to the door, that's a horror movie. That's, that's not an action game. Brothers right? movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or Breaking yeah, Bad. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Actually, by the way. It's I about play, to turn 10 years old, Breaking Bad. I played Beautiful. a game that I was just screwing around in in PUBG where I landed in a very concentrated area, and I found the first guy I saw and just started chasing him. And he had no weapons, I had no weapons. I just chased him for about 10 minutes, we both ended up in a body of water floating. You can't attack anyone in the body of water. So we're just both floating there, 
thinking like who's going to make the first move and I was just floating in there with this person for five minutes like circling around him it was great it's oh, when you like, woke up like, the next you morning naked friends? in bed together yeah. it was really awkward I, I eventually killed him he recreated the uh, <laughs> pivotal scene of Gattaca like huh. just in PUBG I just love that we finally got the condemned the game that Steve Austin movie well, uh, from the uh, I did want to say because I, I made it a point to play it because I've had a ton of fun in the Xbox One PUBG they updated it good and yeah. and not only does it run Ex- like I don't I want to say exquisitely, but by the standards of how bad that game it looks ran, like an alpha now. It 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 the frame rate has improved, the load times have improved. And you're not playing on a uh, Xbox One X. You're just playing on an OG. I'm not. Machine. But but the the weirdest thing I ever saw, and this is part of my news to community, was that they added a thing in a new update. When you say start, do you want to play third person or first person? Right. Hmm. And I was just like I had it in my notes. Like Chris, get better with. First, you're better a first person shooter than you are a third person shooter. But I don't like to play first person shooters on my consoles. I like to play those on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I wanted to like you know run around, do your business, look at your look at your surroundings in third person. When you come, time to shoot, hit that right bumper and go into first person. It's literally gone. You have agreed. Huh. You have agreed. I don't want to sound like really out of touch, but like. They're, those are different experiences, right? Well, well they are on PC they have the two. On PC, the way they've sold it is there's two types of servers. There's first person servers and okay. there's third person. So uh, I didn't way, know that. Sort of disclosure. I at one point this year was or last year was working for the company that's owned by Blue Hole mm-hmm. that, that that makes PUBG. But but yeah, I had no. Was that the Hearst company? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely no. <laughs> but if you do play third person, you can optionally go in the first person. It will fuck you over. Not but right. That any, anytime you look down iron. Really? Sights, wait, so in third person you can't go down no. iron sights anymore? Maybe they change uh, the controls in the update. That sounds but like, like a bug. it's it's yeah. no. It, it, like underneath the start button is uh, T PPP and and FPS. Like okay. you choose one or the mm-hmm. other, and that's okay. the server you're in. I play on the PC, which is and, weird. Uh, it works in driving mode. You can huh. still like you can still switch to first person when driving interesting hmm. not really but <laughs> but uh this is the strangest game in the universe and i love thinking about it yeah, yeah. but i hear what the, ahead, Bob, the what performance is, is getting mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. right yeah. i was gonna say in third person and on the pc at least in third person mode you can go to first person anytime it yeah makes, it makes your yeah. chances of losing greater and there's no point to doing it but if you hit v you automatically just jump to your character's that's head. how it was on monday interesting and in like to my knowledge, they took away the ability to switch between the two because I uh-huh. meant to get better at, at first person. Like I'm gonna, I'll fucking murder all of you in first person, <laughs> which I don't usually use. I don't know. I, I think, but it's weird. It's weird to think of that. That I don't know if I've ever talked about that. Is there a skill set difference in between third person shooter and first person shooter? Probably a slight one, yeah. Because I prefer first-person shooters on my PC. I prefer to play third-person shooters on my console. I think you need to make, make better use of sound when you're playing in first-person because you yeah. can only see... There's no peripheral vision. I mean, there's yeah. limited peripheral vision, but you can't see around your character. That's why I don't like navigating like that. Like yeah. when, it come, when I know I'm shooting, I'll enter in first-person. I almost threw up. Um, <laughs> that's what happens. You mix wine and beer. Congratulations. In one <laughs> big glass. In PUBG. <laughs> uh, one big IKEA liquor glass. Liquor and beer. Have no no liquor yet. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, yeah. We'll see how hard it is for me to shut this brain down and go to bed. Uh, I don't think it'll be that difficult. Got to got to prepare for thirty twenty ten with uh, Miss Mrs. Mrs. So I do have a few quick fire news bits oh, from yeah, we, yeah. we were given CES you know crap earlier, but so uh, HTC Vive actually uh, announced oh, yeah. the Pro version, which. Seventy-eight percent resolution bump, right? So that uh-huh. is that's, that's huge. The weirdest for stat I've ever what's, heard. Here's what's yes. so weird, though: the Vive was the ver- was the VR headset that already had the best resolution, right? It was mm-hmm. really Oculus and, and mostly PS4, you know, mm-hmm. had, had had the worst resolution than the other. So, so Vive is once again coming out like 
big leader on tech and they're kind of reestablishing the dominance. Like, no, we are the best tech in, in terms of VR right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. The other, the other kind of tech news that I saw at a CES, so, so NVIDIA was announcing uh, large form gaming monitors, which basically is kind of like big screen TV but for PC gaming. So mm. a lot of people don't, it's never really talked about, but um, consoles actually had the edge slightly when it came to one thing with graphical performance. Consoles could do HDR. And that's something PC monitors just didn't have the ability to do HDR for the longest is really, time. Is it not something that's like native in certain monitors right now? I, I think I don't know if it was just they didn't think of it before. The I latest just started doing or... the QLED and like all that fucking HDR research. But it sucks. If you, if you a lot listen, of funny black jokes in there, by the way. If you listen to some hard. people, HDR is actually a bigger bump. It's, uh, for gaming, than, it should be more. Like yeah. some people actually say, no, I would choose HDR over 4K. And so now the fact that you can do that on PC is going to be huge. And these are large, large format huh. screens, right? So it's you use the Steam. What, what's that called in Steam or the the, the big picture mode or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's basically just a way of. If you get a Steam Link, or well, Steam Link only does I think 1080p. But anyway, yep. it, it's a way of Ooh. playing playing games as if you were on a couch experience, right? And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is kind of new. It's just a cool new tech that the PC gamers are going to be able to experience, which is HDR. And so their games. Awesome. So once again, the PC master wow, race really? will be able to establish itself, yeah. and they will be able to say we have the best way of playing games. And I'll be a bored pigeon listening to all yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also excited going back to the the Vive stuff. Not only they announcing a resolution bump, but they also showed off the wireless thing where you, you can play without being tethered to a ton of wires and the trade-off <laughs> is you have a little thing sitting on top of your head that look, makes you look kind of like Shrek. Yeah, and how much does it weigh? Like 50? <laughs> that does like a 75-pound battery pack at but that, that point. That's, uh, this, I saw those articles, 78% resolution bump. I'm like, that is the most worthless percentage I've ever... What does that fucking that's mean? That's the most like, CES-ass Yeah, how do, my, how do my eyes measure it's 78%? It's pretty huge, and I, I feel bad that it's like, I have sunk way more money than any of you mm-hmm. into VR and they keep coming out with new stuff that makes me feel like my why investment is worthless. Yes. <laughs> so, so I have two more pieces of little, you know, well, small just, but just But hold on. Like the, yeah, the yeah. idea that resolution in VR, mm-hmm. like the resolution on my iPhone pushed in your face is better than resolution on any television you could ever buy. Absolutely. Mm. So, like, I don't understand what that fucking means when someone tells me, like, did you improve the lenses? I I played with the first Oculus. It was blurry. It was Mm -hmm. weird. But it was the the problem of the lenses. I think it's the screen. They call it the screen door effect, which which you can see in some VR headsets where it actually Mm -hmm. looks, because all it is is a bunch of little tiny monitors yeah. basically yeah. right or, or you know lcd crystals or whatever LED crystals. Up close to your eyes. Eyes. yeah yeah and so probably you'll see less of that screen door so basically the little like the lines in the screen door will be closer it'll be thinner i will mm. i will say i broke down because i was I, I mentioned this to you guys earlier but i was so sick of juggling with hdmi inputs and switch boxes and bullshit that i broke down and got the new psvr mm-hmm. over the break and uh it's Actually, like I, I was told that it's like now nah, they just give it a new box that allows for 4K pass through. It's actually a redesign of all the the casing. It is a little bit higher quality of the build, and uh, this is this is the version that comes with. Uh, you can buy it in bundles with Doom VFR and Skyrim, mm-hmm. not the uh, Gran Turismo bundle. That is mm-hmm. the old version, right? But uh, the wow. biggest thing is playing Resident Evil Seven on it. Uh-huh. It eliminates the screen door effect. Like, I got a serious screen door effect playing RE7. Wait, huh. so so the first party game 
got uh-huh. the shaft with the bundles. The 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 Gran Turismo, which is yes. a Sony game, got the old stuff, and then yeah. the third party. That, games... That's the one that dropped to two hundred dollars. Okay, over, well, then, and yeah. over in December, and now you know why. Still an amazing deal if you want yeah, to yeah, dip yeah, your yeah, toe yeah. in VR. Absolutely, super absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if especially if you don't have a four K TV, which I know a lot of people don't. That's great. It's not great. Yeah, I don't want a 4K television. You can put screens on your face. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. So, so two other kind of quick news hits. Uh, this one is for all the eSports fans out e-sports. there. MLG eSports. A lot of so, money yeah, Blizzard's e-sports. officially kicking off the first season of Overwatch League. I got this from Game Rant, by the way. Uh, it kicks off January 10th. Three different matchups between teams comprised of the top players in the world. Uh, the other thing is they're selling... There's skins associated with this, so you can rep launched. your favorite teams or whatever. But you get them a little bit differently. It's not simple loot box like in the past. Um, you, you purchase them directly using this. This is some Dota 2 ass shit right here. You, you, you purchase them using league tokens, which they're new yes. currency and, and all this. Stuff. So anyway, um, I'm, you know, I'm actually really excited for Overwatch League just because it it does the sports thing, which is, hey, these are your local teams, right? And I actually love the fact that the teams, in many ways, like their names, it's it's very like basketball, like like when you see the names where teams are from and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a new way of doing esports. So anxious to see how it works out. Anxious to see how successful they are. But uh, so that's that's your Overwatch minute. Um, my last big piece of news, and this is all but confirmed, uh, but Burnout Paradise huh? is getting an HD remake. Ooh. Very good. The last uh, Burnout game, inexplicably. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a Burnout 3 takedown man myself. I, oh, I feel absolutely. like that was the pinnacle of the series. I, I would Revenge. love to see that get an HD remake. I liked. I felt like that was a, kind of a more curated experience where they could take tracks and go in different locales. I I love the open world thing that Paradise did, but it ended up where almost all the it races took place on, on similar type tracks, right? Because it had to take place in that one big it, it, city, it's right? It's the worst, and you had to drive to every race. Aww. So, so you're, what you're saying is you're going to pre-order the HD remaster. No, but I, I love... I think Burnout's one of the best series. Absolutely. I, I love racing. If games. anything, it's weird because EA tried to reboot Need for Speed last year, and that didn't do so well. Now, obviously, this isn't a reaction to that because the mm-hmm. this would have needed to have been in development for several months already before you know Need for Speed came out. Yeah. Might have been a reaction to how Need for Speed was trending or testing. It's you know? weird to interpret Paradise as the pinnacle of the series. Yeah. No, for me it's three. It's yeah. totally it for me it's three. And now that you mention that, like I just have Franz Ferdinand songs stuck in my mm-hmm. head, and I want that experience Take me back. Out. But a lot of people count Paradice as one of the best games of last generation. Which one is Revenge? People seem to love it. Was the fourth one? The fourth one. Okay. okay. And five is technically Paradise. Yeah. And Actually, Paradise was not the last uh, Burnout game. The last one was some weird Connect game, mm-hmm. and it, it, it well, like oh. some sort of kind of pinball. So technically, the last. And there was yeah, like, like a, well, there's a mobile game. That and there's was, a spiritual mm, successor on Xbox. That was last Live year. And yeah. PSN. Yeah, it came out. But it's bizarre. I think Need for Speed has made great strides, and they change. I don't know what their new game is. I forgot. Oh no, we played it. But they try, but they try and change the formula every year because Need for Speed is, is the most long running game series that has apparently no fans in an Aaron Paul movie, <laughs> well, or, or, or not fans worth addressing because it changes all the. But fucking they took time. A, remember they took a year off before the 2017 game. They did. They took but 2016. The, but then they off. would have like where this one's Gran Turismo and this one's Burnout. Yeah, and made by the fucking Burnout people who we won't let work on Burnout. Hmm. If um, anything, it's so weird though because we have another. So we have Burnout coming back, another arcade racer from EA, in a hmm. year that. If you've been following Forza, you know most likely there's a Forza Horizon 4 coming sure. this year as well. But there's well, no such thing right? as a bad Need for Speed game. They just try different things every year yeah, because true. they don't have an identity. But Burnout does. And like it, really does. It, it seems like it's... 
we we streamed a Steam game. I forgot what it's called, but it, it, all it is is the Crash Breaker mode that like Burnout left behind mm-hmm. in Paradise, yeah. which I hated. Um, I'm vaguely remembering, like, yes, there was like a Burnout Xbox Live game that was mm-hmm. like all overhead and that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah that, a, the mobile a, game was like that too. A couple of dipshits just... at EA looked at it and thought this franchise is not worthwhile. So the nice thing from this is that somebody sees there's. I, I think the Burnout franchise should be more valuable than Need for Speed. Absolutely, yep. because like. Introduce me to a Need for Speed fan. What do you want? Do you like mid-race milestones in Gran Turismo racing? Do you like this espionage story with Aaron Paul? Do that you, was a real movie, right? It was, was a real, real movie. movie. Spent do, all you like pursuit? do you like hot pursuits? Do you like cop on like cop on racer takedowns? Like these are different identities for the same series because it doesn't it can't settle on one thing. It has whereas, the better name. That's why it does, yeah. it, and it sucks because that's what Criterion works on. Yeah, but I, I feel like Need for Speed's an older franchise, mm-hmm. too. Like, Burnout came later. Right? Need, Need for Speed's been around for a long time. No, no, I, like I, Road I, and Track I, presents Need I looked, for Speed. I looked at the data. Need for Speed sold so many copies on PC. It, like, more than any game you could ever fucking imagine. Yeah. Like, and this is back when, like, CompUSA's had, like, baskets of Need for Speed games in them. You'll never understand how much Need for Speed sold. I won't either, but that's not the reality we live in now. Nope. Ten years, ten, people who were gaming ten years ago remember Burnout and not Need for Speed. Yeah. So yeah. a true Burnout game would be really dope. And and Burnout Paradise, I think, is if we ever do that feature or that article or that top five on VGA and like what happens when what happens when a AAA company like buys up a smaller company like Criterion because. Hmm. Like Burnout was not always EA, and like we need to make this worth seventy dollars with all our DLC and exclusive Porsches, and like you went about it the wrong way, and it's not good. It's it was actually bad for the series. Burnout is something you should be able to be like you could plop a quarter in in an arcade machine and play in airports. But I think we are the excep- exception, not the rule. I think people do remember Paradise yeah. fondly. I, I it's think a good a lot game. Of, uh, it's not where I want the Burnout series to go. I really like, like it, and I wish there was a sequel to improve on it, mm-hmm. and they yeah. never yeah. got one. Forza Horizon One, I'll never play again. Forza Horizon Two, buy it whenever you see it. Yeah, but but there was three, never a Paradise three. Two for Burnout. Yeah, they just abandoned it. Yeah, well, I think what's inter- what I'm anxious to see is it's a, it had a that that was the first game I would say on console or one of the first games that was a game as a service. Like they totally mm. the devs worked on that game a long time after it launched, mm-hmm. and to the point where it got confusing. Like, what am I getting when I buy this version? Because mm-hmm. I remember first they had it might have been the motorcycle expansion first. Then there was like a Hot Wheels esque expansion where you would play like oh, with toy the cars. They had the Ecto One or, yeah. or some close yeah. approximation. They had the the Back to the Future DeLorean, right? So all that anxious to see if that makes it in this version of the game. It's just a weird thing. It's like what I want to know what EA's up to, right? Yeah. In, in general, to be honest, I want to know what EA's up to. But um, this is this uh, is well, interesting. You news. would know that better than me. But a remaster is always testing some kind of waters. Yeah, absolutely. And. It's also one I'll of those games uh, that has a proprietary uh, service that you have to log into, and it's only for that game. It was before EA Play and everything like that, too. Really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Before the, the Facebook of Need for Speed, they made, your, your driver tar. I, I, that's what they driver called it. It was a driver yeah, tar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real and a great game and a terrible that? name. Um, okay, I'm good. Are we done with news? I'm done with those. Let's move on to the question of the week, or rather the community segment, which as always is segmenting our community. Yes, thank you. Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was just a simple, what'd you play over the holidays? Because we got nothing. <laughs> was our mom asking that question? Our what'd mom you, was, what have you been playing? Yeah, she was. Oh. She was. What have you been playing? What are you spending your time on? Are you I eating? Are you for eating some reason. Right, Michael? I know what Bob played over the holidays. What's that? The ladies. 
Ladies? Oh, oh no, I play I play the horses. <laughs> uh, if you're asking it's me, appropriate if you're Henry's new dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finished Evil Within two. Don't sleep on that game, folks. It is fucking fantastic. I love and you no one played that game. It. It's amazing. I think it's fun. It's fun as shit, dude. Yeah. We had a great time with it. I, I for some reason I played Inside. That was great. Uh, I played thirty more hours of Yakuza Zero, and I'm almost finished with it. 130 Damn. hours. Wow. I I went and did the entire Cabaret Club okay. plotline over the weekend. Wow, that's a lot of work. That is a ton of work. I just and I've got that stupid song stuck in my head now. Which one? The, the, uh, the, the one that they always play during the menus. Okay, the, that's right. Yes, yeah. uh, I just finished the. Um, the uh, Kiryu section, and oh, I'm at okay. the last stage of the Cabaret Club, uh, and that's like it's like I don't know what twenty hours for each guy or fifteen hours for each guy. I don't know. Something like it's a lot of work. Hurry, Bob Six is yeah, coming this year. Game. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I get to to play through Yakuza Kiwami and oh, finally do yeah. what I failed to do years ago. That's uh, and kill myself. Learn Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> that's next for me too. So yeah, that's basically yeah. it. I'm trying to finish Samus Returns. It's too long. Uh, it's about <laughs> twice as long as it needs to be, but it's still pretty. Yeah, funny. I still haven't finished. Yeah, Return it's needing to charge forty dollars for a game. It's not worth it. So since mm-hmm. last time we spoke, I've actually played through two. I've been I've been working on Zelda still. And I actually know that I did play the DLC this time, but I I played through. Uh, Twitch was doing a thing where they gave you a free copy of Super Hot, so I finally played Damn, through really? Super Hot, and that is an amazing game that I'm sorry I slipped on. I um, need to play through the VR version. Yes, and which I hear is a completely different experience really? as well. Yeah, yeah. Huh, so it's just not like just like Doom VFR. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I, I actually figured I'd buck a trend this year and actually play the Steam sale game I bought. So I've been playing Pyre, Super Giant wow. Games Pyre. Yeah, Good and for that you. that is a great game. That, Good that on you game, making a dent in that pile. That's right. No, yeah, no. I still have hundreds I haven't touched, but um, no, Pyre is. I've heard it's a it's a weird game in that it's it's typical super giant, really good world building, really great characters, um, and then the actual game itself. I've heard it described as space basketball. It's more like Magic Ultimate Frisbee, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like this weird sports game where you can only move if you're carrying this mystical orb, and then you. You literally like dunk the orb into the other guy's kind of like sacred spot. And it all has to do with these things called the rights where you're trying to earn your way out of basically like a purgatory back to the, the overworld. Um, it's typical super giant stuff. Like don't sleep on it, it, it at full price. I want to say it's $15 mm-hmm. might be 20. It's, it's worth every penny of it. Um, and it's one of those things where I thought, Oh, this I'm playing through the rights and it's only going to last me. Oh, this game's been about six hours or something like that. Hey, that's fine. And then it does one of those things like, oh, by the it, typical, like almost JRPG thing. By the way, you have to do what you just did over again, like mm. 10 times or whatever. Oh, so, so lots, lots more hours and the, each game, kind of each uh, mystical um, ultimate frisbee gets oh. gets much harder every time you play it, right? So the AI actually gets pretty good, um, but really good game. Totally worth it. Good to know. Well, Laser Time Rules was the first to answer the comments at VigiGameApocalypse.com, so they get read first. Over the holidays, I played a lot of Mario Odyssey, trying to get all those goddamn moons. 666 as of this writing. The number of the beast. Uh, I, look, you're. It is. I love people getting to November, Chris, in Mario Odyssey. Uh, Awkward Loser <laughs> said, um, uh, I played the like 40 hours of Final Fantasy VII around the last few days. Wow, okay. Yeah, my wife has been visiting her family, so I had time and I saw it on sale and I went, fuck it. I twice hit a wall in 2000 and 2002. 
uh, LKM can't couldn't catch it. Back, I'm not even gonna say that. Uh, I really got in the in <laughs> the tank. Couldn't catch a chocobo and have hated them ever since. Yes, I really got uh, in the tank once. Uh, learned by mistake that there's a god mode and a three times speed. That I, fi- I finally got past the big ass snake. And now uh, I'm at the cloud gets his memories back part and finally you slay that demon. Uh, turns out the game when divorced from obnoxious fans, and it's an excellent story about identity, friendship, and love that still holds up. And yeah. that's something I've not heard awkward loser anybody say about. I think FF7 they were, they were playing the enhanced version with all the yeah. extra bonus. Stuff I think that's. On it. The, I didn't understand half the words in in this post, <laughs> uh, but but I think you can speed shit up yeah. in the modern version. Okay, yeah. on Vita, which, which where I'm guessing she was playing it. Uh, Polar Bear Blue says, over my short break, because I'm a working adult, I had intended to start over, play, and finish Horizon Zero Dawn. However, I ended up playing the Monster Hunter World demo. (laughs) I never played a Monster Hunter game, and in fact, never really knew of the series. I realized Monster Hunter stands on its own as a series, but I decided to download it and try the demo because it reminded me of the combat of Final Fantasy XII and XIII. Since that was my only reference base, I figured, why not? I was blown away with what I played. While it was confusing due to the lack of a true tutorial and difficult weapons and hectic to play when you get more than two monsters on the screen. That shit's lovely. It, it's so great when they fight each other. Yeah. It looked beautiful, and when I finally got into the swing of things, I had so much fun. Like, imagine your hardest boss battle, and now imagine the boss you fought, like, two hours ago just, like, showed up, and they started <laughs> fighting each other. And you uh, could just sit back and do less. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and it's random. I, it's awesome. Since I got a bunch of gift cards for Christmas, I am waiting for the collector's edition on Amazon so I can load up my gift card balance for a purchase. Awesome. That's great to hear, mm-hmm. uh, Polar Bear Blue. I want to say, uh, this commenter did not say one thing, but I'm always confused when people say, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn is just like Monster Hunter. It's like, yeah, it's like that in that you fight an enemy. That's bigger than <laughs> sure. you. That's, that's basically it. I don't understand that comparison. It's like, oh, it's Monster Hunter. It's like, no, this has nothing to do with Monster Hunter. No, no, they're very different games. <laughs> Monster Hunter is the most to do with Punch Out. I still stand by that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, or it's Street great. Fighter. I you're going to say Minecraft. You you don't understand because you haven't played Minecraft. It's like you played shit tons of Minecraft. So Minecraft is a game with recipes and Monster Hunter is a world. What what? Look, Bob, stand up for me. I'm for sorry. Sake. I'm it's sorry. Like, I shouldn't have opened this it's bottle. For fuck's sake, it's there's Punch Out meets Shadow of the Colossus, and that's it. But I mean, it, bullshit. It, it, it meets, it meets <laughs> any game's boss battles, right? Boss battles used to be about recipes. There's pattern fewer games with recipes. Yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter's recipes. Minecraft has recipes. You collect them throughout the world. Fuck that, I'll die on this hill <laughs> any day of the goddamn week. If, if I don't die on it, come kill me. It's like, hey, Super Mario Brothers has fireballs, Wizardry has fireballs, they're the same game. I don't fucking care for your analogy. You play not how the it works. role of Mario, it's an RPG. That's not how it works. <laughs> Michael, tell me how you make a mega potion. I don't care. How do you make a mega potion? Honey in a potion, care. Chris. How do you fucking make wood in Minecraft? How many? You punch wood to make wood. You punch trees. And yeah, then how, you do you make, how do you make a fucking uh, plank to build something? Uh, you line up two woods. You I can, I can make a plank. Just ask your mother. Oh! oh! This fucking guy. Ah, this guy gets wood <laughs> over my 60-year-old mother. You know what I like? I like. You know what I like in a woman? No working knees. That's what I love. That's what I love. Give me a 60-year-old broad any day of the week. Kentucky Fried Hair. Dice is real uh, life we're channeling. Ow! Hickory dickory <laughs> duck. <laughs> Well done. Uh, Ask your right. parents. Where are we? Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you killer tofu? Um, I can uh, jingly. I love this story. Jingly fluffer. Okay. Oh my bad. No, we're we're killer tofu. Oh, okay, um, sorry, I convinced my um, Madden, FIFA, and COD playing brothers to download PUBG on the Xbox this holiday break. Even with the jank and technical issues, it was an instant hit. I got my first chicken dinner in duo with my younger brother, and eventually took Congrats. out. Uh, took one uh, one in the squad. Um, 
in, in such an intense, heart-pounding match, my balls hurt afterwards. Uh, we're in our 20s and 30s, and it brought back many fond memories of gaming together as kids. Excited to jump uh, back in occasionally uh, as things are sorted out. See a doctor, please. Yeah, you might want to get that checked out. Mm-hmm. My balls never don't hurt. I mean, it's I, I kind of know that feeling after going down Splash Mountain and, like, tensing up every muscle to the point where, like, oh, God, my perineum fucking hurts. You don't want to belvedere yourself, My folks. taint is emanating pain I've never felt before. I was going to say, you use the medical term for parent. I do think he's the Jackie Robinson of perineum on the Game of Like no one, no one has got that word through. (laughs) Yes, I win. I mean, Michael does win, but I'm sad no one uh, referenced uh, my story of Mr. Belvedere sitting on his own balls. It mm. did happen. Yes. Brock Toon totally squashing yeah. his all, own nards. We should all know this story of Christopher Hewitt <laughs> sitting on his own testicles and having to be hospitalized. I used the word Brock Toon and nards in the same sentence. Somebody give me Wait, an that's award. A, that's a real thing? I thought it was just something he did regularly for fun. <laughs> I'm sure he did. He did a real Yoshi's uh, like turn around um, in the air and smoke out. Where's the Kelsey Grammer Where's fall the, off the stage video for that? Like, oh, good lord. He, he played uh, King Koopa at that weird oh uh, my god you're right the, um, Brock Toons Mario and Ice what's what's the the fucking uh, Ice Capades yeah well no the, there was like those twins that hosted it um, uh, Jason and Justine Bateman thank you yeah yeah those oh, twins damn. you mean the guy who starred in Kirby, or, that's or, what uh, I meant yes yes mm. Brock Toons sounds a like drunk. a YouTuber name I, like it for does. some reason, like there has to be. One you're not Brock allowed Toons. on this show unless you know Brock Toons. You like, the it's flesh. a reference you have to get <laughs> to be on this show. And Tom Hanks is is there, so it's enjoyable for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jingy Fluffer and Dad's gaming addiction said, "Stardew Valley." Did happen. The Nintendo Switch is both a blessing and a curse. Yep. I spent the entirety of a six hour plus flight sweating out a New Year's hangover. And playing Stardew. I didn't use the washroom. I didn't eat. Mm. I barely talked to my wife. What a time to be alive. Wow. So so this yeah. relates to a news item we didn't cover. The The World Health Organization officially classified there is a, now a gaming disorder. as yeah. a new disease they're officially recognizing. And that, to me, sounds like gaming disorder. Dude, use the washroom. Talk to yeah. your wife, please. <laughs> well, I will say, having played Stardew, that that game is pure fucking heroin. Oh, yeah. No, that mm. game yeah. is one of those games I would, I'd stay late at work to play it, and then I would look at the clock and it'd be like 11.30, midnight. Uh, yeah. I was like, I, I got to But there's so many people who love it. It's like juggling management of life. Yeah. And everyone who plays it doesn't juggle their life or manage anything. <laughs> it's like like The Sims is a perfect meritocracy in that if you put work into something, it will pay off. So that's <laughs> yes, why it's addictive absolutely. because life is yes. not like that yeah, in that any way. Work that way. But yeah. I, I will say that video game addiction thing. Like I think I think that's totally valid. Like you hear the stories about like yeah people playing StarCraft for X amount of hours. It's going to be decades of those stories. Yeah, but it, uh, it, it does happen. Yeah. So like I do recognize it. Yes, there are people out there who play video games to a degree where it is unhealthy and is wrecking your life. I might be one of those. I don't I know. Really I really am. I'll but, be honest. Anything can be a disorder, right? Yeah. Like if, but, if you choose to do only one thing and do it all day, that's a disorder. But mm-hmm. my worry is that this gives uh, ammo to the clueless advice columnists of the world who are like, your husband is over 30 and he plays video games? He must be addicted. Tell him to get a train set. That's it's what like, grown men do. Yeah. <laughs> you jack off to porn on a weekly basis? You're an addict. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Time to sand off your fingers. Uh, I wish it was a weekly basis. Uh, Jack Eugene uh, Van Gundy says, "I've been playing uh, my my game of the year, Persona Five. You have to cue the sound, Michael. Oh, there's a direction there. My roommate bought Persona on Black Friday, so when my three weeks of Christmas vacation started, I borrowed it and proceeded to play it nonstop." 
Uh, is it this sound? No. Y'all no. be haters. No! Don't hit my game. Yeah. It's right there. It's, it's like a giant click thing. Uh, uh, I'm a fair bit over 100 hours in over the holidays uh, and actually beat the game. And I was listening to this very podcast, or at least this main storyline. Uh, so, hey, it's kind of like you all beat Persona 5 with us. Yeah. Uh, Sesame Street music. Sesame Street music. That that ruined those songs for me though, because every time I hear those, I just think of Mo dancing and Dude. firing the shotgun. What three shots with this and your fly girl? Because he's got two shots. Barrel. I got I got to I got to play this bit too. The best music of the year. You kids don't know street organ like we know street organ. So glad it's re-entered the popular musical lexicon thanks to Persona Five. And there's some uh, video responses that are mercifully, mercifully, sh- I'm drunk. Uh, mercifully, m- maleficently short. They're great. How about we just say hey, these are great? Are, are we just lightweights, or is this kind of strong? I try to drink more wine so you guys could drink more beer, oh, and thank uh, you. that hurt me. I'm on beer three, and I can take any test. <laughs> so, Little Deuce Deuce says this. Little Deuce Deuce. Uh, oh, composer of Beep Beep I'm a Sheep. Hey VGA, this is Todd, otherwise known as Little Deuce Deuce. The game I played the most over the holidays was Just Dance 2018, the best game ever! Actually, in all seriousness, I did play Just Dance 2018. Because <laughs> and it's fun getting them hopped up on sugar and watching them dance around. Thanks for the podcasting. <laughs> that, that was a great three second Justin Roiland impression. I sent that to the, uh, the my PR co worker who's in charge of Just Dance 2018, and she was delighted. Weird. You still so made me collect these that. responses. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and uh, Lightwatch. Lightwatch has this to say Hello, VGA. It's Brent here, Lightwatch in the forums. I'm at the park right now, practicing juggling. Um, oh, here we go. Tomorrow I head back up to nope. UCF. Uh, over the break, the games that I played the most of were Rampa 1 and 2. My friend gifted them to me for Christmas on Steam, and I've just been spending all my time this break trying to finish them before I head back up to school. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Now I understand what all the hype is about. Never played visual novels really before that, um, but really enjoying it, gotta say. Anyway, that's all. Hope you have a great week. Uh, thanks. My man. My man. Play V3. Also, no visual novel except for Ace Attorney is like Danganronpa. You'll be disappointed if you play any other one. I can't, it's true. I just can't believe... Uh, like Except in, for maybe Doki Doki Literature Club, which is free. I can't believe how few services offer digital gifts in 2018. Can you give someone something on Amazon? Oh, yeah, I thought you meant gifts. I was like, they're gifts. all over yeah, the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. Like, gifts. Like, like the guy said, someone gifted me this on Steam. You can you can send someone, dude, you got to play this game. Like, I'm not going to do it, bro. Boom. Here it is in your inventory. Play yeah. it or ignore you me. You can do it yeah. on Steam. You can do it on Xbox Live. Uh, but just not, you can't gift anything on Amazon, iTunes. Like, I just find that fucking astonishing. Uh, and, and like, no, you can do it through the desktop version of iTunes. Oh, no, 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 you have to update it 19 times first. I'm like, it still doesn't work. iTunes is a nightmare. And it's it has horrible. I'm like, I don't want you on my computer, period. <laughs> like, I don't want you on my computer at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I constantly have to update it to try and gift th- 
friend's music and games, and it's just I find that bizarre. I love the Steam even does a thing where you can buy multi packs of a game. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, go in with your friends, you buy five of at these copies, discount. and you're going to get a super deep discount. Mm-hmm. And we know that you're going to be playing this with your friends anyway, so you might as well. And you're you're lumping all your money. It's kind of like when we were growing up, it was like, hey, let's go in together on this thing and share this thing that can only be in one physical location at one time. That that always works so well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that like everyone I know is like, I I can't guarantee they have a PS4. But they're a member of this digital service, and like I can't fucking give them anything. I can't. You can't give anyone a movie. Try it. It's weird. Well, I'll try searching Digitally. for anything on PS4. It's like you're playing it's Wheel of Fortune. Awful. It's like I'm playing the rare version of Wheel of Fortune. You know the gift that keeps on giving, though. If you go to patreoncom slash time. thank you. I would go to patreoncom slash talking simpsons. I go to both. We need this I'd right now. <laughs> <laughs> go to both. Give half of your money to one and the other. It's half a real to the King other. Solomon situation. I say Live cut that baby in half. Your friend doesn't need that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm gonna win. I get the, at legs. the end of the day because mm. do, no babies don't deserve to be cut in half. Oh man, oh, man, <laughs> is that yeah. the moral story? You just King Herod. I'm the sorry. Moral high ground. I'm totally you. sorry. Uh, it's, no, you're getting a red mark Same. in your door. We shouldn't cut babies in half. Uh, red Rock nine six three also thinks we shouldn't cut babies in half. For what I played over the break, it was a lot of World of Warcraft mainly because that's what I do when I'm off work for it. Any given length of time is just hop in, level up some tunes, get some gold, that kind of thing. I also got strangely sucked into Breath of the Wild over the break, even though I finished the game like months ago, but I wanted to play a little bit of the DLC, and next thing I know I'm doing shrines, and yeah. But kind of put away the WoW and... Breath of the Wild habit to do Xenoblade 2 for my Christmas game. Anyway, here's to Great New Year, guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Good to hear from someone who's been playing Xenoblade Yeah, yeah. like someone someone said Xenoblade 2 turned them back on to Xenoblade 1. Wow. And how much better it is. It's a great game. I have to say, though, I I had to stop playing it because the game basically says, I'm your life now. This is all you do (laughs) until it's over, and it won't be over. Manage my shoes. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm kind of hung up on like, oh, I want to play this game, but it's like, no, 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 no. Let me let me give you a twenty text screen. No, tutorial no, 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 first. no, Michael. We don't have a first party game yeah. for quite a while. There's uh, a new system, Michael. You, Nintendo, you gotta stop what you're doing. And, that Nintendo and pay Direct, attention to this new system we're introducing. That Nintendo you. Direct, you keep wanting to happen this week is not gonna happen. Mm. And that's the weird thing we talked about with Nintendo is that like, it's never happened where Zelda and Mario have launched in the same year ever. Like how Only do you once in Japan? How That's do you it. get us excited again? So they they pre they did announce there's a Yoshi game and a Kirby game. Those could just That's be really good. Well, well, the Kirby one we know the name. Those of. are comparable. The Yoshi one could just be a port of a Wii U Yoshi <laughs> game. Right? Wooly World, yeah, Wooly World. So. Oh, yeah. Could yeah. appear on Here's a third what I, system. If I worked at Nintendo, like we'll relaunch the four Smash Brothers with eight new characters, and we'll pay a shitload for those. It'll be fucking Spider-Man. We'll make a mockery of Marvel vs. Capcom and Injustice. Uh, we'll have them all in the same game. That's what I would do. Spider-Man fighting Superman. I feel like uh, Sakurai is too much of a, of a perfectionist to just have a port, though. He would want to... Like, no, I need to kill myself all over again. But Can he I kill myself? He doesn't work for the company. so like It's true. He's, he's like a hell employee, yeah, they, they, yeah. could, they could add on to his existing game hmm. uh, and get it through... Do you not? I don't actually own Smash Brothers Wii. I played a shit on 3DS and didn't buy. The I have Wii the Wii U one. version. I sold actually the 3DS one. I still have. It's digital. So yeah, I have mm-hmm. both. 
I'd like to see a Splatoon 2 situation where they basically just bring in everything from that game, add a few new maps, levels, whatever you want to call them, and, mm-hmm. and, and just they can just smack the 2 label on Splatoon it. Splatoon 2 is yeah. one of the rare Nintendo games. Like, when I announced that game deal, you can get Splatoon, buy one, get one free. There's no point in owning the original Splatoon. Yeah. It, it just doesn't, there's no reason to play that at all. It's like playing mm-hmm. Call of Duty 1. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> well, the people who bought Call of Duty HD, I guess. Uh, well, <laughs> Worth Nintendo 64, at Worth Nintendo. I don't uh, understand this reference. Don't you? Well, you understand this guy. G'day, VGA. Uh, Daniel Webington here. Uh, sent to the question of the week. Um, didn't really have a break, and I had to work through it all and all that. But the game I was playing a lot was um, Etrian Odyssey 5 on the 3DS. Now, you know, mm. I sort of, I've... I've I guess I played all the 3DS Etrian Odyssey games, except for Untold 2. Um, but, you know, re- really enjoyed them. And then just playing 5, I'm like, this is a... Ma- uh, you know, it's the first time I sort of really, really, really got into it. And, you know, it's probably a leap from an RPG series I like to maybe my favourite Atlas RPG series. I've never really been able to get into um, Persona. Um, I do like SMT, but, yeah. I just... I don't know what it is. It's something about the, the simple nature of the game. It's like you're just... Five adventurers you create yourself and then explore a dungeon, and that's all it is. I mean, there is a story going on, I guess, but you know, it's just this each sort of level of the dungeon is its own little puzzle you have to figure out, and then it's how you build your parties to battle the bosses and the enemies around. And I just, you know, I really like it. Um, this one, you know, um, Etrian Odyssey 4 was a bit more of an open worldy sort of thing, so you make you explore. This is more of just Back to Basics, a linear path, which I found quite refreshing. Um, just building your parties to break the game was great. Um, and, yeah, I just, yeah, I, f- I found this probably my, my, maybe my favourite entry in the series so far. Um, and also, yes, amazing soundtrack from Yuzo Kishiro. So, mwah. Anyway, um, oh, this has gone away too long. I'll leave it at that. Uh, peace out, guys. Happy New Year. Keep up the good work. Um, and we'll miss you heaps, Dave. Bye. Oh. What do you say about Dave, that fucking turncoat? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get to you at your He said he didn't, he didn't miss it, and uh, he's glad he's gone. When did Jeremy mm. Parrish get an Australian accent is what I want to know. <laughs> he did review that for Polygon, I think. Jeremy, wow. you, you don't need to pretend to be someone else. You can you can just do a video thing for Etrian us. Odyssey is like the most critically acclaimed series that I know only from making fun of its box art when I was at Games Radar for years. What was wrong with the box art? Just uh, It was just always kind of weird. It, was, it wasn't just anime characters. like They were always like... Staring at something off the cover and weirdly arranged, mm. and the composition was it's off. Probably so. the most approachable first-person dungeon crawler mm. uh, ever made. Even though it's, it's really hardcore, but it's it's uh, it's not unfair. I'll say that. I'll be honest; it always sounded like a horse breeding game to me <laughs> because Etrian sounds like Equian. Equian, yeah. Odyssey, oh, yeah. Atreyu, Equestrian Odyssey, <laughs> Equestrian. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, finally, Mike Amari. Uh, sits down to answer the question of the week. Hello again, VGA crew. It's Mike Amari uh, here to answer the question of the week. Of course, the question of the week was, what game were you playing over the holiday break? For me, it was interesting because I had so many games in my backlog to catch up with. Uh, I was able to get rid of Assassin's Creed out of there. Oh! I have a whole bunch of stuff from oh, earlier fine. in the year that I need to finish. What? But <laughs> played through. the weirdest yeah, thing, yeah. the oh. game that got most of my time during the holiday break was uh, Warhammer Vermintide, mm. which uh, I didn't expect to really enjoy. Now, don't get me wrong, I like the Warhammer world well enough, um, but really, it was a free game from 2015 that uh, came with gold this month, and it's basically Left 4 Dead with a Warhammer skin, uh, straight down to all the special Skaven or Rat people that you kill in Warhammer, um, being pretty much one-to-one with the, uh, the, the, the tank and with the smoker and with the hunter and all that stuff. Uh, it really was just a great co-op experience because they basically take Left 4 Dead and they add loot to it. 
and levels and all that good stuff. So it's been fairly addicting. Uh, I was able to take some of my crew over from my Friday 13th uh, online games and started playing it with them. So it's been a great experience. Uh, overall, it looks like I'm going to be playing a lot more multiplayer online in 2018, which is nice. Uh, I'm already signed up for the beta for Vermintide 2, which will be this April. Um, so thanks again, guys. Uh, hope to catch in with you guys again next week. I have heard great stuff about Vermintide. Also, shout oh, yeah. out to Mike. He's got a full green screen behind him. Yeah, with our logo. Yeah. That's well, crazy. Our That's lawyers will be in touch. Which we don't have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How dare you do this better than us, sir? How very dare you? In the, like Everything in, involving Warhammer is like, it's like, I feel like that's some alien currency. I don't understand that. Because you're of not my friends, British. Is that what it is? Well, that's British part or, of it. or German. That those games yeah. are huge. Remember Grim, Grim's brother like is, is like, mm-hmm. like wash, wash and clothe. And, it was one of those things where it was, no one had the license for a while or someone had it and wouldn't use it. And then about five years ago, there was like a deluge of I Warhammer think someone took games. it from 2K yeah, and yeah. like they started making a ton of shit. And, yeah. and, and all of a sudden it just became to the point where I can't tell which game is which or tell them apart. And so... It, yeah, I, mean, I played Space Marine, which is hilarious. Yeah, and then okay. Dawn of it's War, the Gears of War ripoff. Yeah, even okay. though Gears of War is yeah. a ripoff uh, of Warhammer, right. absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Dawn of War, which I think was the one that spawned the weird Space Marines uh, meme. Space Marines, Space Marines. Mm-hmm. Got the like Company of Heroes, right? Dawn of War. So yeah. I, I thought, I thought a fun, eradicate the Xenos. I thought a, on that note, I thought a fun new uh, question of the week would be what. License game would you like to see resurrected? Sure. Series. Uh, because Warhammer has an astoundingly good reputation in gaming, but that's not where its roots are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bread and butter is in another medium. Uh, easy answer for me. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <sighs> uh, you know who to talk to then, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Edgar Wright? Please, right? please my employed? bosses, work something out with uh, <laughs> with Universal and Anamanaguchi. So you can't buy that and, right uh, now, right? No, you can't. I thought Unfortunately. So. You can re-download it if you bought it. I can do that. Yep, that's mm-hmm. about it. I'll do that. Uh, mine, mine is... It's so fucking weird. We were talking off mic about toys that made us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, certain things about toys. And, like, I think those are really fun documentaries. But, like, Disney Infinity got canceled. And I go into the, the Disney store now. Those toys have been redesigned slightly. Uh, and everything there is still on sale. Meaning that, like... The idea that someone wanted uniform designs for Darth Vader, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and Mickey Mouse still exists. Mm-hmm. They wanted to sell those toys. Isn't that what you thought Like sunk Disney Infinity? The, the idea of physical merchandise? I'm sure that was part of it. And the fact that like all the Star Wars characters were made to look like they came out of Toy Story. Like they're mm-hmm. jointed action figures in well, the they, game. They were, they were made with a uniform but, design. But I'm telling yeah. you right now, they have a, a new toy line uh-huh. with uniform design for everything Disney, Muppet, Star huh. Wars, Marvel. So, like, well, why did you cancel this? And Then I, wanted, I watched Toys That Made Us. It was like, oh, yeah. And then I... Made He-Man from a bunch of other gobbledygook and super glued fucking loin pieces together. Mm-hmm. And like, oh yeah, because it was one dude to make an action figure. Yep. And it was like 90,000 people to uphold a server. Which, and as far as licensed games go, Disney has did the best. And it's like, oh, it's still not enough. No one wants to do this. And pulled back. It was super fucking depressing. But, 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 like, I think if you're a gamer, you thought toys were the hardest thing in the world to make. And you now have mm-hmm. physical versions of your favorite people. It's shit I didn't get when I have to explain every amiibo that shows up at the house of my girlfriend. Like, you don't understand. 
I couldn't get Little Mac yeah. anything. Do you have the Lone Ranger Disney Infinity figure? Uh, I did not get it on the first Damn season. It. No, Charlie yeah. does though. I did. I did kind of harbor brief fantasies of uh, pairing up Tonto with Jack Sparrow <laughs> in in Disney Infinity, but uh, making them kiss again. I'll just I'll just take the opportunity to say like the Star Wars content was super. It's fun. not it's not bad, and it was all getting to a place of like really good gameplay, but. I guess really expensive. It's a bummer to yeah. think about. Like, I mean, it, they're that, not that, the same that's business. The thing. It's like when when the bottom dropped out and mm-hmm. those, act, those those toys got super cheap. Like it was awesome. It's like yeah. yes, I'll buy a Zootopia figures. Yeah. Sure, and I and love the, Zach Wild. The uh, <laughs> fucking Finding Dory and Inside Out packs. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll play those for fish. I don't need an hour. Sure, that's worth the investment <laughs> just to have these action figures of like. Rage and uh, disgust. It's just it, again, it's just weird that Disney decided we don't want to do this game, but we do want to sell these figures, which mm-hmm. is which was we thought was the thing that could never happen, and now we have them. Yeah, with no game. It kind of seems like the game is already there. Why stop selling? It? Sort of but- like. Just like you know, you can put this in a shitty game in your iPhone, right? If you wanted mm-hmm. to, ah, yeah, fuck yeah. it, you wouldn't want to do that in, anyway. In fact, it is cool on. I, it was on. iPhone. I know. So. It, like oh, it, I didn't know it's that. just bizarre. Uh, license game resurrection though. Mm-hmm. I've got one. Baby. Uh, I make my beans from talking about the Simpsons, and uh, no one is making since uh, Saints Row is apparently dead. No one is making Grand Theft Auto likes. So I would like to see Simpsons Bobby! Hit and Run Part Two. That's all I want from life Every right now. Every Simpsons figure I have from the Playmates line has a microchip in it. Yes, to interact with something. Hmm. They say little uh, lines. They say like lines when you put them in I know. locations. But, like, does someone have that? fucking license you could take all those simpsons action figures and technically put them on your nfc device and have hmm. them start speaking in a game someone made tomorrow if there was a hit and run 2 with weird fake amiibo compatibility even better i need it we need get to the make- brad goodman car i'm all over that <laughs> uh get the resort smithers car i am uh, day one day one edition but yeah I, I just one. want the, the My Mistake zombie. My yeah. Mistake. That, that guy's awesome. John Smith, 1882. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, give it, like, compared to other games, it is a fairly mediocre game, but it is one of the best licensed games it's of all really time, good. and I, I loved it, and I feel like there is there is now time, it's time for a new Simpsons game that's not tapped out, which is not really a game. It's more of a fish tank where you pay to unlock references that you've seen before. So. Simpsons Arcade <laughs> 2! Yes. That too? Uh, get Konami on board? Cool. Make it all yeah, sprite-based? Yeah, yeah uh, get the Sonic Mania people on that shit. Technically, there was Make one. it with the Fox engine? For iOS, the, the and it's one? not what you no, want. It's not, not what you want. Bad. So my answer is sort of a cheat, and if you guys say, hold my feet to the fire, I'll give you more, something more specific, but um, the fact that there's no AAA dedicated Marvel licensed games out there, right? The Marvel takes up. many forms, many shapes, and this could go back, it's sort of related to what you're saying about Disney. I mean, Disney mm. owns the license. Mm. There is, there's plenty of Marvel mobile stuff. There was, there was the Marvel Heroes, which just got shut down. Mm. Um, there's, they, there's Marvel versus Capcom, mm-hmm. right? But there's no dedicated character-specific Marvel games, right? There's there's no like Avengers game. There's no if anything, the one that I never saw that was rumored for years and, and I really wanted it to come out because I was a huge fan at the time, but no one has ever given us a good Daredevil game. And I always would thought that that could have been super you interesting. A fan of Marvel Nemesis? No. <laughs> no, but there was there was a canceled full there, Daredevil there, there, there game. Was a full, that, yeah, like, that's true. That yeah. got millions yeah, yeah, of dollars invested that. into it. And and as a comic fan, whatever you like about Arkham I'll say Asylum, 
Daredevil could do all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a great game. And I, it's it'd like, it'd be like Arkham Asylum crossed with Perception. It's just, <laughs> and you've talked about this before, Chris, it's so weird that when the Marvel characters are bigger than ever, and mm-hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going off, there's a huge gaping hole in that there's no big AAA video games that are backing that up, It doesn't right? make sense. I mean, and there's been... Trust me, there have been plenty of bad ones. You know, Iron Man, I'm looking at you. But there were also lots of really Almost good... 10 years old. Remember, there was a couple of good Wolverine games, right? That it was like... One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. there there have been good games. There was the old... Well, how about how about just this? Start with the old uh, Marvel arcade games, right? With yeah. the, the X-Men arcade games, which are the side Which is a cast ups, of, right? of like eight people and then some and then like five villains. Yeah. It's yeah. not a huge thing. Just there yeah. are so many different ways and so... Obviously, there's Welcome a universe full of characters. There's so many different characters to choose from. Ah, just give us, just pick one, make a really <laughs> cool game concept, or even you know what, just rip off an existing game concept and just That's pick right. something and go with it. Just, just try it out, please, Disney. We know that every few years you kind of reset your video game strategy, mm-hmm. or, or you you figure out if you're licensing or doing it in house. We don't care. Just, just let us play the Marvel video games, please. I think someone, something's on the verge for Marvel in, ter- in the gaming landscape, but it's still too fucking late. Since you mentioned uh, X Men, the arcade beat 'em up, I did see a sign apparently from Magfest mm-hmm. over the weekend saying that uh, apparently so many people uh, were doing the Colossus yell. Blah! Sounds like. And, and that it would then uh, spread uh, virally from there. Like, other people would pick it up and start <laughs> screaming it. They had to put up a sign, and it's like, please no. don't, <laughs> no, no. And then just a picture of Colossus powering up with a big no over it. It's oh, like, I love it. be more like, and then just like picture of Nightcrawler. One of, one of my greatest <laughs> memories in the world is going to see X-Men 2 on release day. Mm-hmm. And my friend like, look, dude, if Colossus shows up, one of us has to do the Blorg. <laughs> if he shows up I'm like but he's not going to show up I'm like it's the early internet it might be an IG and insider we don't know <laughs> we don't know if he's going to show up and then he did and like we're all fucking elbowing each other and just <laughs> and you, hear like, you only hear like four in the background like <laughs> <laughs> which up until Deadpool was like the only Colossus yeah. appearance yeah. ever in, in a Marvel movie it was so fucking cool that's oh, way cooler than the jug- I'm the juggernaut bitch oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> did everybody God, in the baby. audience understand that reference hold on let me pull out my <laughs> iPad and I'll, I'll pull out the original so you all think this is funny not the soldier uh, Vinny Jones off star on a free DVD movie about Charles Dickens's ghost coming back into the the modern times that is a Michael Parr's reference yeah, if I've ever heard one what the hell is that too smart for us man. I think that was like a nostalgia critic video where it talks about like yeah apparently there was like a DVD that was given away with some British tabloid with Vinnie Jones as like a guy who meets Charles Dickens whose spirit is posing as a homeless man in modern Does times he solve crimes I hope so I, God I, I hope so all I can think of, by the way, so maybe this is my, my Marvel video game idea. There hasn't been a good Marvel heist movie yet. That's the one mm. genre maybe they haven't explored. But maybe that's where they, were, where they were going with the Sinister Six. Ant-Man is right for it, man. Yeah, He's got a team. yeah, yeah. So yeah, give me a Marvel a heist film. movie, tie-in video game. I'd be happy. Yeah. 20 Absolutely. bucks. 10 minutes. So what is a licensed gamer series that you would like to see come back let us know go to videogameapocalypse.com answer in the comments under episode 247 Uh, alternately you can start a thread in the laser time facebook community or just hit us up on twitter at vg apocalypse anyway that's been our show who's got some shit to plug 
Oh, I'm super busy lately. If you will uh, sit through all these plugs, I'd appreciate it. I'm on Twitter as Bob Servo. I have two other podcasts. Uh, my other one is Retronauts. That is a classic gaming podcast mm-hmm. at Retronauts.com every Monday. Occasionally a bonus episode on Friday. Uh, it's a classic gaming podcast. Just go to Retronauts.com or look for Retronauts on your podcast device. Find a topic that interests you, and you will probably like the podcast. That is not a guarantee. And I also do Talking <laughs> Simpsons. And we have our Patreon at TalkingSimpsons.com slash... Sorry, Patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. Uh, for five bucks a month, you will get... All of our episodes will be ahead of time and ad-free, including the entire run of Talking Critic. All 23 episodes with Mr. Michael Rapares and also uh, Miss Mrs. Diana Goodman. <laughs> and uh, Chris has been on a few, and so uh, that too. And we also have interviews uh, with showrunners like Mike Scully and uh, two interviews with Bill Oakley. Just so much content on that Patreon. I can't even talk about all of it. I've run out of breath. The last thing you texted me about, I am so fucking excited about it. I'm not going to tell you oh, where yes. it is. Look forward. Um, Mad Excite. Mad Excite. We're going to have a great 2018 and that includes two live shows for Talking Holy Simpsons. Holy shit. I uh, so, our first one is uh, Thursday. These are all in San Francisco, United States of America and mm-hmm. California. Uh, Thursday, January 19th from 6 to 10 o'clock p.m. We'll be at the SF Nightlife at the California Academy of Sciences. Lots of guests and entertainment, including uh, the great Dana Gould will be there. And we might talk to him. I'm not sure yet. We'll find out when we get there. Also, 20% chance, I'm saying. Possibly. So Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday, January 28th at 5.30, we'll be at Piano Fight in San Francisco. And that is a free show. And I must uh, suggest that you go to Mm sfsketchfest.com. And get tickets for both of these because even though our second show is free, it is currently "quote unquote" packed according to, to the uh, coordinator. So that is all the Talking Simpsons stuff. And go to talkingsimpsons.com for the actual podcast and Patreon.com/slash/talkingsimpsons for the paid bonus stuff. Thank you so much. I'm out of breath and I do too much. That's more like it. <laughs> that is more like. I it. want Sonic skateboarding. Live shit is more like it. I'm dying to do live shit. So. Sonic Skateboard! Uh, Don't you Sonic Skateboard this shit on me. No matter how drunk I am, how much my teeth hurt, and how hungry I am. Uh, Laser Time. Laser Time. uh, And then there's Patreon.com slash Laser Time, which helps us live. It's getting harder than ever. That's it. I'm good. So, yeah, let me just tell you, you know, as a... I would consider myself a super fan of the shows. Folks, go to Patreon.com slash Laser Time. I'll be honest with you. Five bucks a month. That is one meal... At Taco Bell or your fast food joint of choice, how much more will you enjoy that meal if you're listening to the exclusive bonus time show that's included at the five dollar level of patreon.com slash laser time? Just think of it as a buck twenty five for every episode Absolutely. you listen to of Video Game Apocalypse. It is the best one of the best deals other than maybe the, the JRPGs that are coming out to Ascent for every hour or whatever. <laughs> it's one of the best deals in entertainment you can do for yourself. Give yourself the holidays are over. Give yourself the gift of laser time. Keep me from joining the Merchant Marine. And if you're like, an existing... Any, anything you can do. Is that an option? I, I don't know. At your age? I, haven't, I, I couldn't find a single Google result. At the risk of sounding like an NPR pledge drive, let's do this. All existing patrons, I want you to go to patreon.com slash laser time right now. Bump your pledge up. No. One dollar a month. One buck. Look, I'll... It is worth... Bump up one zone. year. It'll stop Chris from complaining for about a week. No, Chris has no. a Fabergé it's, egg habit, and it's out of control. And, but yeah, look, this we, is really easy for me. No benefits, no money. It's really these cool. guys love all our listeners, and if you can't support that way, they totally understand. How about you do this? You go to youtube.com slash laser time. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Chris mm. and Maddie J, not Maddie A, Maddie J, have been doing a series where they go through the Disneyland Adventures video game, where they are literally taking you, walking you through 
the Disney park as seen in a video game. It's the next best thing to being there. These guys are huge Disney fans. They're huge park fans. It's so worth it. Just go like and subscribe. Every bit helps. Or how about you go to twitch.com slash laser time and check out the, the streams, man. We want to do everything they we can. They haven't happened this year yet, but they will. They will happen. And when they do, they're always entertaining. So, folks, I don't do know what you for can. sure, but like Matt and I have been in a giant argument about who's better at Mario Odyssey. Mm. So, oh. the Monday after you hear this, we might settle that once and for all. Ooh. Can't wait to see it. Uh, vote for me. And that will be on <laughs> twitch.com slash laser time or maybe youtube.com slash laser I would say both, but if you want to be there live, you have to remember being there Monday and maybe subscribing to Twitch. Or the, the other way you can help, so I'm, I'm pimping everything you guys do right now. The other way you can help, I just did it this week. How about you talk it up to your friends? I had a friend, you know. Nobody left talking Simpsons. It's that time of year when everyone is. I getting, know your totals, Chris. You can't hide them. It's, get, it's that time of year everyone's getting back to the gym and everyone's asking, hey, what, what are some good podcasts to listen to when they're on the treadmill or whatever? How about you just tell your friends about at least one of the shows if not all the yes. shows a great show to tell them about is 30 2010 the weekly recapping Absolutely. of everything that happens in pop culture 30 years ago 20 years ago 10 years ago it's hosted by <laughs> chris antista mike Raparra's wife mm-hmm. and and typically maddie j mm-hmm. and where they're, they're taking you through the best of movie tv j, video kid. games the kid I, that's right I, I the child like of 30 we should be paying you at this point is there was a line i got to write the intro so effectively there was the line around the intro about uh winnie the pooh and terminator blank that's what's happening next week. It's really exciting. We need the poo against the Terminator. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, folks, yeah, they check, both get a similar deal. If, if you if you don't know what to check out, just go to lasertime.com. All of the shows Podcast. are there. Lasertimepodcast.com. All the shows are there. Um, you can tell I do marketing for a living. I love these guys. I want these guys to be around for a long time. So, just support the podcast, folks. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, man. Well, as always, you can follow the show. And that really leaves nothing for me to say except that, as always, you can follow the show. On Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikipars. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's been our show. We'll see you next week. This is me talking. This is how I'll be talking throughout the show. Mm. No, it isn't. This mm. is this, this is how I will be talking throughout the show. Um, mm. Quiet, not quiet, but not loud. I'm singing. I'm singing. No, I'll be talking like this, trying to use mm-hmm. my diaphragm versus my my nose. I'm huh. Bob Mackie. This is how I sound. <laughs> Secret sound. <It's> uncanny. <laughs> <It's> uncanny. <laughs> wow, Bob Mackie. <laughs> <laughs>